2: This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X.
1: Sportos, motor hits, geek bloods, waste oids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All
0: right. All right. All right. It's Friday. Hope your weekend's off to a fantastic start. April 22nd, it is a hot one outside. The first Rob Thomas of the 2022 edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. We're raring to go for the next three hours. We're on until 6, right here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, a.k.a. The Big X. We want to talk to you today. Text us on the Thornton tax line, 502-414-1450. And while you're doing that, remember, Thornton's your one-stop shop for everything you need in the morning. You need gas? Go to Thornton's. Download the Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you some money there. You need coffee. Thornton's got that. You need donuts. Thornton's has that. Other breakfast materials. Thornton's has that as well. You need some lunch. Thornton's has you covered. Trevor Trevor basically shops at Thornton's. He treats it as his one-stop grocery store sometimes. Anything he needs is at Thornton's.
2: It's unfortunate they don't have Arby's roast beef there. Otherwise, I'd, I would be there.
0: It's the only thing keeping him from going to no other store in Louisville besides Thornton's. Trevor has now brought in Arby's. Is this day? This is, Last I believe, nine consecutive days now. That would be correct, yes. Good God. Of nine straight days of Arby's. Just for lunch. Not well, Nine straight days of Arby's.
2: The best thing was, was, I was going to the line today, and the kid was like, see you tomorrow. And I was like, nope, on Monday, I'm off <laughs> on weekends. <laughs> he just laughed.
0: <laughs> uh, we've got plenty to get to. Again, thanks on the Thornton Thornton's text line. We will read your text throughout the uh, the next three hours. We've got basketball roster news. The last player, the last shooter drop and if Hey, we reward the Rutherford Show listeners sometimes. If you listened to yesterday's show, you knew this was coming. We told you this was going to ha- happen. We're going to talk about that. We've got a big-time football recruit. Who's talking about Louisville? Talking about his visit to Louisville and would be, should he sign with Louisville, the highest-ranked recruit to ever sign with the U of a football program. we will talk about that. This is
2: like the third time we've said that since just since we've been on the air. It feels good to it's, be able it's, to it's, say. Yeah, I like I like being able to top it each time. I mean, it's it's nice. It's like we're setting the rushing record back in the mid two thousands again.
0: Damn right. We've got all sorts of other stuff to talk about. Um, but first, to say hello to TK. TK, you are you're rocking the Arby's. You got the Eagle shirt on. I think this is like Eagle shirt three of the week, I believe. Uh, did, did I, I think, wear? Day,
2: I wore Blue Jays yesterday. I think I had Canucks the day before that. I think two Eagles shirt because He had cracking on as well. Yeah, because I wore. Well, I wore. I think clerks on. No, yeah, cracking was on Wednesday. Cracking. I think I wore yeah. a clerk shirt though. I think that may be thinking that was Eagles. I don't remember that. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I do have. We'll have a few Kevin Smith movie shirts. You I'm, got, a, I'm a geek.
0: You're rocking the Eagles. I'm rocking St. Peter's. Yeah, Strut of Destiny.
2: Is that what that is? Okay, because it was starting to bug me. I was sitting there trying to read. Like I, I could read it, but I wasn't figuring out who it was.
0: Brings out the blue eyes. Love it does. It. Feel good. Look good. It's hot. Shorts it's... and T-shirt weather's
2: here. I'm thinking I should have maybe brought out the, the original open with the Rob Thomas on it today. It is what. I did not. I, I've got the long pants and tennis shoes on. Like If I hadn't walked out the door at 2.15 and, or, and been like Harold and Kamar lazy going
0: back with their cell phone, it's warm.
2: I would have walked back in and put some shorts and, and flip-flops on today.
0: It's going to be good weather for a thunder tomorrow, though. It'll be about like this tomorrow. It's going to be a hot one. But better than the alternative, which is like 60 and Rainy, which is it's what it had been for like, the last like five weeks. It doesn't matter to me either way. It's, uh, it's, I'm it's cool saying, and
2: breezy in the Trevor and the Kelsey manner. Once again, there are people
0: <laughs> listening to my comments outside of yourself, for the people who are going to Thunder. Why?
2: <laughs> it's I like God invented 52-inch plasma TVs. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we came in here today, and you'd think we'd be greeted as conquering heroes, you especially, because of yesterday's events yeah, it's nice unraveling one. the blanket outside to find out that there were more blankets and pillows and bottles of urine i was <laughs> it's
2: by the way i was surprised someone took it from over the night
0: oh it's gone no it's not it's did you not notice it when you got here i didn't but yeah. i was made aware right when i walked
2: in that it's still out there yeah, no it's still there in the exact same position that it was left by us you'd think we'd be
0: greeters conquering heroes i think people are mad at us i've been told now like multiple people to go pick it up and throw it away i, I know think. I opened it. I mean, it was just going to sit there forever if we didn't do anything. And people were going to, like, we would have never known if there was a dead animal, a dead body, dead no. whatever in there. And we save the day. We solve the mystery. We let everybody know that it's okay. It's safe to go outside. Don't worry about that thing that's been sitting out there since October. <laughs> and yet here we are treated as lepers now. Yeah, it's like,
2: why, why, didn't, you, why didn't you finish the job? It's like, what, what, I mean, come on. I did the hard part. I did the, I did the worrisome part. Exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm the one that did the hard lifting here. I'm the one that put my life on the line. We put our lives on the line. You more so than me. You were right there, like, two feet away with the camera. You were going to videotape This is going to be like our clover leaf or
0: something. Ridiculous.
2: And, and you know, when I opened it up... And, but yet, I mean... And I told them that you... You know, I was going to take the blanket home, but you you put
0: your foot down. So. I did. You, you, I don't want you to... I, I want you healthy enough to be, continue to do the show. As a friend, you're not taking that blanket home. The first text that we got today... Actually, one of the first texts that we got today was, did Trevor take the blanket? No, Trevor did still not. Out there. Still out there. Viva La mexico. mexico. If you Viva want a Viva La mexico, mexico blanket, it can be
2: all yours. I mean, if anything... I guess if I could at least hang it on the fence until Cinco de Mayo. That would be kind of cool. Dry
0: it out. Well, that would dry it out. If, if, if nothing I else, mean, it's yeah. going to... It may it's, take six months, actually, to get that thing
2: dry. I wonder how dry it is now, cause it's been out in the sun all day today. It's not. And it's it, kind of spread out a little bit. There's no way it's dry. There's no way. It's been out there for a long, long time. <laughs> you, won't, you won't touch it
0: without gloves, will you? No. Are <laughs> you kidding me? No. You're a wimp. <laughs> I thought, no, I'm just... I, there are several many things that I would touch without gloves that... No. A folded up, disgusting... Thing that has been sitting outside for six months—that God knows where it was before it got here. In defense, I'm not touching it.
2: In defense of the blankets and pillowcase cover, whatever that is, uh, not the not the bottle. We're gonna leave that alone. That's it's we're not messing with the tone. bottle. Yeah, yeah that's that in the was... league of its own. Kicking it was enough. <laughs> yeah. we, Thankfully, it didn't bust open. We got enough of a glimpse of <laughs> of,
0: of what the contents were.
2: Uh, but the other, bla- I mean, they've been as you've already stated, since been over the months, they've been snowed on, rained on. I think they're pretty washed. I think they're pretty clean. Well, maybe not clean, but washed.
0: I'm not sure that's how it works.
2: <laughs> I mean, soaked with water, drained out. I mean, don't think
0: it's the way this goes. It's got to be like halfway there, right? No, no, it doesn't. No. Um, also, the text line is also blown up already. You saying cloverleaf? What was it? Did you mean Cloverfield? Oh yeah, that's right. That was it. What was cloverleaf then? I don't think anything.
2: <laughs> no, it's got to be something.
0: It took three minutes to get the first one. Uh, Texas, is it the same Arby's lunch for all nine days, or is it something different each day? Same, double, you, double roast beef and large mellow yellow. Let the record reflect hey, clover leaf Louisville. Let the record reflect that you justified your, I'll say, overconsumption of Arby's by saying it's the most versatile fast food restaurant out there <laughs> yeah. you I, I pushed back a little bit the the text line was kind of on your side they've they got wonder. a a wide array of a menu you use that as justification and yet nine days later we find out that you've eaten the exact <laughs> same thing from arby's all nine days which pretty much defeats the purpose
2: well no i mean i just i use that argument to to bring people aboard the ship with me but just that doesn't mean i have to venture around the menu <laughs> Okay. I mean, the only other thing I'd probably want, and I do like their chicken sandwiches. I just haven't. I just no, no. It's just when it when I'm eating at the break, which is what I do. I usually eat these during the breaks. You uh, do.
0: I'm just a more roast beef guy. Taylor, I'm horrified that Trevor's consumed that much Arby's. We all are. <laughs> Every one of us, and when I say all of us, I mean me—the only other person who works on the show. Uh, Texas, I was convinced there was going to be a head in the blanket bag. That was the logical conclusion to the show. I wasn't that nervous until you started opening it up. And I did the oh no. Well, no, that. But even like, when you started doing it, because then it, it got real, and I was like, "What do we do if there's like a foot in here? We're gonna have to call. Like, we have to call the police. And then it's a whole lot. Like, it's a huge. It was the first time where I was like, "This that is dumb. Been good
2: for the show, though, right? I mean not good forever, you know.
0: Probably not. We probably point. wouldn't have been able to even talk about it. Why not?
2: Oh yeah, we would. Legal reasons. And you didn't how would did you know? You only did one day. One year. And one year in law class. That one law class. I wonder I wonder if I've learned more in twenty one years of SBU than you did in one year of law
0: class. I don't think so. <laughs>
2: You know, <laughs> I think you've learned more things. I'm not necessarily sure that they're accurate. New, new, new summer pro, new summer show project, law, law off. trivia. You versus me. Let's do, Honestly, who knows more? Twenty-one years of SVU or one year of actual law
0: school? Here's the thing. I feel like if we did a twenty question law off. You'd get like two right, and I'd probably get like three right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not much more. It's like A free throw shooting contest between us. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've repressed those couple of years from from my mind. Uh, no, no. Yeah, you I sound. It sounds like you're scared to me. I
2: am a little bit. Are you conceding?
0: I don't. Yes. I have won already. Let's say you and I go toe-to-toe in bird law see what comes out of the head. <laughs> I
2: have seen that episode of uh, <laughs> Sunday in Philadelphia, at least.
0: But when you started opening it, like I, it, it was the very first time where I was like, this is a terrible idea. Like, this is <laughs> – w- what are we doing? Is it really worth it for the radio? I mean, what if it is, like, a, a group of – Small animals that have been dead for four months. I thought. I, I, that would have been. I would have rather found a foot than like a litter of kittens
2: or something in there. I think that, I probably would have too. Yeah, I mean, I would have. There's, there's probably most other sort of a head. I would rather found a human body part of any kind than than, than like a litter of animals.
0: The only thing that made me feel like better about this was and this is gross. We would have smelled something. You would die. It's yeah. right next to the building. We yeah. walk past it every day. But we, I mean, we, we haven't would have really smelled had, something. had a good hot day until today, though. Really, it's now. It's getting gross. I mean, I mean you're not <laughs> wrong, but now I feel like it's getting a little too gross.
2: I mean, we have we had a day anywhere of this heat level in no. the last? Uh, no, I not mean, yet. I mean, we've had some decent breezy days in the low 70s, high 60s. I don't know if that would bring out.
0: The, the smell though I, I mean i love it like, this is what all this is all the people care about today is, is all this <laughs> well so that are talking about what alabama did to us well we we, we knew that was coming anyway like to find one of their boosters feet in there <laughs> first question that needs answering today from the text line did trevor take the blanket home follow up will trevor take home the blanket after it dries out <laughs> what was the so there were two blankets at least two in there well the other one i think was just like a regular it's weird didn't I have a pattern i need it. to I should have opened it up a little more
2: because the other one, I, yeah, I, which I, I've, I've called the pillowcase cushion or something. It looks like a, looks almost like a pillow of some kind.
0: Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, which
2: it looks like someone's sleep little traveling home there.
0: The best thing about putting that video out there was the amount of people, like the amount of my friends who I didn't know listened to the show. I'm talking like people that I don't interact <laughs> with on a regular basis. Like people like maybe that I, I went to high school with, but I, you know, I talked to once every few months. Wow, so say are those are the ones that text you between three and six. or Pretty much. Between well, <laughs> no, but like yesterday they were like, I, camp i didn't expect trevor to look like that or like that's trevor look exactly like i thought he was going to or like i like love the video of trevor like all these people that were just saying something that i had no like my buddy we're on the my old baseball friends text group where we we're now is devolved into pretty much like just asking lawson what he's doing every single day yeah
2: well, I, would, I can believe that <laughs> sending us like pictures of
0: his apartment and stuff like one of my other buddies on the group is visiting him in new york this weekend um but like one of my friends who i like i yeah, he's. I had no idea that he would ever listen to the show. He's probably listening right now. Shout out to Vassie. What up, He's Vassie? like, he's like, uh, Transylvania University all-time leading hitter. No big deal. No, 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 not at all. He was like, that bad baby song is terrible. Like out of nowhere, he's like, he's like, I can't. And I was like, I appreciate you listening to the show. He's like, I'm only there for TK, my guy. TK was his exact response. I'm like, well, you're I, not the only one.
2: I am sorry to disappoint the ones that didn't realize what it looked like. I look like. I'm sure they were picturing like a Roadhouse Patrick Swayze type of a
0: look, but. They were. One of my friends says I didn't expect him to be that. Uh, I think the word he used was unkempt. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. What, what did he call me? <laughs> uh, I was like, that's him. Like Matt Kemp? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what he was talking about. Yes. Unkempt
2: Matt like, Kemp. Like like post Sean Kemp career? I mean.
0: Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh texture Texture says considering how much fast food he consumes it's hilarious how you draw a line of disgusting blanket in terms of caring for tk's health (laughs) honestly fair fair point this is the
2: moment you had. this is the only time you've ever put your foot down on me for something though
0: i have and the texture's right (laughs) it probably needs to happen more often (laughs) but i drew a line yesterday a hard line in the sand you're not taking home the Viva La go blanket. This was you
2: when we were going to what game was it that I finally drew? the Boston College game for for Coach Brown. Yeah, And I was like, this is it, we're done. I mean, this is the moment. Every that was your time. It took a little longer for you than it did for me.
0: It does kind of feel like parenting, where every parent has a line where it's like it's just it's too much. It may be the same thing, but it's happened like for the third time, and then she's like, "Boom! All right, toy's gone. are time, like it, <laughs> blow a gasket. I'm I'm done." And that was me yesterday with the blanket. No. I mean, you, yeah, you, you weren't stopping me when I was
2: bringing in stray cats. And... Well, I'm wrong with getting stray cats. <laughs> oh, well, okay. We had one stealing on our ceiling. Mushroom, thriving.
0: Do we have a good Shroomy update? Uh, Mushroom, a.k.a. Sydney Purry, still doing well. Good, good, good. They, um, Whoops. Angie's daughter loves him. Doing great. Virginia actually asked to see Mushroom yesterday. We're like, well, no, it's not, that's not happening. But love that he's still on your mind. So mushrooms doing well, a, aka Sydney Purry, aka Jeff Balls. For the
2: record, War is as well. He's 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 made himself at home. Uh, I'm finding less pee in my room. Which good. is good,
0: which is awesome. He stopped sending uh, messages. Yeah,
2: and and I do have a fourth dog currently in the house that I'm watching. I, I will have for the next couple oh weeks my as well. God, his name's I think I've brought up Wayland before. He's a
0: cocker spaniel that snores yes, so
2: loud that you can hear it through the whole house.
0: So you currently have at Kelsey Manor four cats and four dogs. That is correct. Even teams. Yeah. You could play some sort of game. Poor Wayland's a boy, though. What the they is He's a boy amongst three girls, so I mean, it's there not too go. bad. Uh, Texas Cloverleaf is going to own Toontown.
2: <laughs> that, wait a minute, was that what Clover? Is that what I'm thinking of?
0: Maybe. I have no
2: idea. They bought the red car. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to open an interstate. Only a two could come up with something that wacky. Texas, does Trevor have gout yet from all the meat intake? Uh, I've had, I've had my my my, my with gout. Okay.
0: <laughs> Today, as y'all were this close to not only making local news, but probably national news, credit Mike Rutherford video, if those blankets or what's inside the container turned into something horrific. It would have been, I'll say, as horrified as I would have been, probably would have been a good day for the Big X.
2: I hope we're not like the 2022 Wuhan laboratory over here.
0: What type of variant did we just release? We just release just the the big X variant It becomes national it's like news.
2: Blacklight out on that, that on outside and you see the fumes coming up from.
0: Knowing it. our luck, dude, the big X variant would be like the like it only attack like it only attacks infants. Like it'd be the infants or old people that are very very nice. Like only the nicest people in the world get the big X variant of COVID. Global boosters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, just attaches the. World. Kenny
0: Payne sidelined with the big X variant. It's like oh my. God. God, we really, We tanked the whole good momentum of the program. Oh man, I think our ratings
2: would would crash if we, they found out we we caused college basketball to be canceled again.
0: People would be listening. They
2: would be upset. We would
0: get attention. <laughs> we we get, would, yeah. We'd sell out of those golf cards. To tell you that much. What, not some 90. Those last three would be gone. Texas, Trevor, why are breaks good for roast beef? Because I can't talk very
2: well with a mouthful of meat. <sighs> okay. I mean, that seems pretty obvious. I mean, do you really want me? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's Friday. <laughs> oh, take, am I not supposed to eat? I'm supposed to eat fish today?
0: Take, no, it's, that's over. Oh, Easter okay. was last weekend. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quiz me on Holy Week again. <laughs> <laughs> Texas says, I'll admit I was a little disappointed there wasn't something more interesting in the blanket. I think everybody was. I, including myself. People wanted carnage. I kind of did too. You, I, can I say now after the fact, you were way too aggressive. <laughs> if there had been a foot, I mean, you shook the blanket to like let everything. If there had been a foot, it would have gone flying. It probably would have gone flying right at like
2: me. 3D, for a 3D video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the more I talk, the more I realize that I had this this vision in my mind of a foot being in there. The more that I say it, I'm like, I think I thought I was going to see a foot. I mean, what, what would have happened if I just
2: like uh, kicked it, but nothing happened, but when I just opened it up, a raccoon just jumped, and hit me right in the face. The thought crossed <laughs> my
0: mind, but at the same time, like it would have had to have like slithered. Like that thing was tightly tied. It was. It was pretty. It was. It, you couldn't have gotten. And that, that also made me feel better about opening. Is that you couldn't like no animals could have gotten in there. That would have been of any sort of size, other than maybe a snake. Which, if it was a snake, I'd have. Well, that out. was okay. What well, I'm you glad
2: it, you would have liked that video. You have heard me scream like Flanders running away. I'm glad I didn't Pans think about probably it. Probably falling
0: around my ankles. Texas said it would have been awesome if Chad Millard would have been under that blanket. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that reference. Uh, it's awful. That's where Sean Aaron's been?
0: Indian Bellerman? <laughs> <laughs> went to Creighton. Creighton looked like Spider-Man. Texas a roadhouse Patrick Swayze or Chris Farley performing with Patrick Swayze? <laughs>
2: One of the two, depending on your Libra I mean, how much you had to drink that day.
0: The same text started the show by saying, I'm horrified that Trevor, dot dot dot, well, anything fits here. <laughs> Texas I did shave though. I took I got rid of the beard today. I, I honestly I didn't notice at first. You have lost the was it because they made the comparison to the, no, the elder from Hoover. I was
2: I just it was starting to itch again and when i and when it gets to that point it starts bugging me with my uh, sleep apnea mask that makes sense so I, I just the only reason i let it get like that to the point of where it's annoying me is because i'm lazy like i have mad respect for the ladies out there who have to shave like keep it shaving like i, I if i was a woman i'd be like straight out of france i'd just be hairy all over i'd be like the lead singer of 99 balloons
0: I mean, you can do it in america too <laughs> yeah it's, it's a growing cool. trend. <laughs> Texas says Trevor said he would prefer the remnants of a human body in the towels over a dead litter of animals. Meanwhile, he consumes half a cow of roast beef just to week <laughs> through our beef. Well,
2: cows okay.
0: I just didn't want to be kittens or like
2: you know puppies or anything. Do you know that a baby
0: calf is veal? <laughs> <laughs> Knew it all along.
2: But that was a baby uh, baby sheep.
0: Text says with Mike's Twitter following, I still feel pretty comfortable that Barstool Sports picks up with a video. Yeah, if there had been a yeah, if there been something in there, if there had been something better in there, yeah, for sure, I agree. Uh Texas, hey guys, it's Ross, Mike's squalls to the face, and Trevor's mouthful of meat. What the hell is going on there at Big X? <laughs> yeah, the mouthful of meat got several responses, as you might guess. Uh, of course, plain, no, no Arby sauce. Ugh, Arby sauce. I like Arby sauce. Uh, no, I don't like any kind of sauce. Texas, according to twenty four seven, Michael Bush was the number eleven recruit in the nation when he came out. I knew he was the highest rated really? recruit to ever commit to Louisville. Um, I don't think I realized he was that high. I knew was I'm a so five... surprised he He's was... He's the only five-star we've ever gotten.
2: No, I, I could have sworn... Are there be consensus five-star? Because wasn't P not a five-star?
0: No, four. High four. He's the second-highest player to ever commit to us. And Let's how was
2: Brian him. not a four, like a five-star, then? Good
0: question. I mean, he was National Player of the Year. Yeah.
2: USA Today. And I would I would guess if... Well, I guess we only go to 2000. If we had to go before... I would think Redman would have been close. Well, Redman might only have been a four-star, too, even though he was National Player of the Year. He might have only been considered a four star. He probably a four star because I mean, but he was gonna. I mean, he was
0: looking at Illinois and Oklahoma, and then of course, finally with us. But yeah, Michael Bush was. Yeah, I mean, he was the number eleven overall player in the O three class according to the twenty four seven sports rankings.
2: What about does it does it not count if we get him via Florida State like an Eric
0: Shelton or doesn't count? These are, the, these are recruits who signed with your program. Okay, because wasn't Shelton probably a five star? I want to say so. I mean, he could have been... He had to have been at least four, minimum. I mean, there's so, no way he was lower than that. Bush is the only five-star to ever sign with Louisville, according to these rankings. Brahm actually was second. He was the number 50 player in the 04 class, four-star prospect. Peanut Whitehead was a four-star prospect, number 60 overall. He's the highest-rated defensive player. Okay. James Quick, number four, was a number 62 overall player. Gerard Holloman, number five. Teddy Bridgewater, number six. Current commit, Aaron Williams, is is the number seven player. Brandon Heath is number eight. Pierce Clarkson, current commit, number nine, and then Keith Brown is number ten. Okay,
2: I'm I'm still amazed. I, where, does it, it doesn't say where Brahms is quarterback in that year, that class. Just 60th overall. He
0: was the th- fourth
2: rated quarterback in that class. I wonder Who were the three ahead? I know I'm. I know you don't have it in front of you. I'm just. I'm thinking out
0: loud. Red Bomar, number one. Who was it? Say it again. Red Bomar went to Oklahoma, got kicked out after I, his freshman okay, season. Okay, I do remember the name. Yeah. Anthony Morelli went to Penn State, kind of sucked, uh, and then Chad Henney. Michigan.
2: Wow. Well, Chad, no, Chad Hennig, that's Drew because At least Chad Hennig kept Tom Brady on the bench. But this
0: quarterback it. class sucked. Woo. Stephen McGee was number five. Drew Weatherford was number six. Um, Stephen McGee, according to these rankings, was somehow both number five and number seven. That's impressive. Graham Harrell, maybe the best of the bunch in well, number I eight. only
2: because of the Texas Tech scheme, though. He threw for all the yards. Still, put yeah. up numbers. like
0: these. I don't even know who these other guys are.
2: Let me see if I can... Rudy
0: Carpenter, who went to Arizona State. Great name, but no. Antoine Hefner, who went to <laughs> South Carolina. He's
2: <laughs> nephew, by the way, yeah.
0: Colin Harper from Clemson. Brian Hoyer. Now, Brian Hoyer's is Michigan State. He's the only good. person I've heard of. He's number 20. Yeah, he play, he's still in the NFL. I'm trying to see if I can find like somebody who's good. Mike Teal, who lit us up at Rutgers, number 30. Yeah.
2: Didn't he transfer somewhere else, too, at one point, I think? I don't think so. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but okay. Could right. be. That's this QB class just sucked. I mean, that's... Yeah. Bad.
0: Bad. It's, I a whole has the best probably in I mean, probably the best NFL career. I'm scrolling to see if there's like somebody in the 60s who like was really good that we just, just got overlooked in this class. And no, it's just, it's just a bad class. There's no way around it. I mean, Brian, uh, what, what
2: I, I can't speak for all the collegiate numbers of those players other than maybe Graham Harrell, but I think Brian had been in the top three in terms of college careers. Probably. Those. Eric Ainge. Eric Ainge played Tennessee, right? Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Just not a good class. Yeah. No way around. Bad. Max Hall. Yeah. Jacob Bauer, uh, Travis I I, wait Clark. A minute, Jacob Bauer wasn't that the guy from Twenty Four? No, Jack Bauer. Oh. Jack Bauer was <laughs> the guy from Twenty Four. Uh Texas Will the great TK be at Thunder? You know, the, why do you even ask that question? You know, the, you know the answer. Texas. I've been in Thunder since '96. You know the answer. Um, okay, I, I tell you what. Let's uh, we'll, we'll take a break all of your all of the other blanket slash TK questions we'll get to it at some point I, what, what else could be asked about it <laughs> you'd be surprised we'll take a break when we, we come back legal. we'll talk about the big news on the Louisville men's basketball side as far as who's coming back we found that out firsthand today a couple of other developments on the recruiting front and then we'll talk some football recruiting as well So, Mike Rutherford show on a Friday 502-414-1450 that's the Thornton's text line hit us up there we'll be right back after the break
1: head Oh, dream it's over Head now, head now When the world comes
0: I like both songs so far. You you were
2: getting into Little Crowded House at the break. I love it. You're
0: great.
2: It's not a year, is it? I feel like you've played this before, though. I mean, probably because I love Steve Winwood. I feel like you've said that before. Well no secret <laughs> i mean steve speaks to me back in the high life again baby understandable i mean what well, didn't miller miller high life like use a song in a promo one time probably i think so it would make sense and it is a year by the way
0: welcome back in mike rutherford show friday edition hope your weekend's off to a fantastic start it is the start of the derby festival they had some kickoff events today we've got thunder over louisville tomorrow it's going to be um should be a good Weather, um, a little bit toasty, but I think everybody would take that to the alternative, which has been the rainy, cold weather that has been all over the city for the last month or so. It feels like, uh, but we've got some Cardinal Athletic stuff to talk about today. Let's start here. I say start here at three thirty-four because we've been this talking really about show
2: pretty much starts.
0: It does. I mean, we've we've had Ar- <laughs> people wanted to know about the blanket. They somehow wanted to know about Arby's. It is what it is. It's
2: like the, the thir- first thirty segment or thirty minutes, of the show's like a pre-show.
0: Kind of. We probably need to change that. That's probably not ideal, although it's the off season, so yeah, you're going mean, to get what you're going to get. Roosevelt Wheeler, at the end of yesterday's show, we had a question, I think in the third hour, about what's up with Rose, what's the holdup, and I kind of said, I, I don't know. I know for a fact he was set to announce that he was coming back a couple of weeks ago. He had the imaging done. He had the statement ready to go, and then just didn't make it happen. And during that break, got a text that was like, hey, it's going to happen. Keep an ear out. Next twenty four hours, and so I relayed that message. Said we're good to go. Everybody, pay attention. He's going to come back, and we find out this morning, Roosevelt Wheeler is in fact returning to the cards for next season. He put out a, uh, I guess, a message on Instagram with a graphic. He didn't have like a whole like the other players who have announced. They kind of have had like four paragraph messages saying outside of it. He didn't do that whole thing. I don't know if there is anything to read into there, but he is coming back, and now that's it. Like that, that's the the end of last year's team. The, are they staying? Are they going? It's all been decided. We had three players that we knew 14 scholarship players from last season, three, we knew were gone because they had no eligibility left five have entered the transfer portal. Six are coming back. So, and it's, I don't want to say it's played out exactly like we, we thought slash hoped it would, but it kind of has like we You and I laid out the guys that we wanted to come back the most, and we we based this off of the rumors that Kenny Payne was only hoping to to retain five players was Mm -hmm. the number that had been tossed out there. And you and I, I think we had... For the same, and then we differed on one, and the one that we differed wound up being you know, the extra player. So the the six players that we named together are the six that are going to be here for the future. And I think these are the six that probably most Louisville fans would have have handpicked. Maybe Dre Davis sprinkled in there.
2: Yeah, Dre's the only semi surprise, but that was kind of spoiled early. Like his, was his not him in particular, but like his when, when his brother decommitted. Like you already, like you kind of figured. But before the brother decommit. I mean, I think Gray was kind of a lot. I won't say a lot, but I think we kind of all consistently thought he was going to kind of come back.
0: Yeah, it, it was sort of. He was very much up in the air. And I, it should be said, he's the only one of the five players that have entered the transfer portal who put in their statement that there is a a chance of of him coming back. And my guess is this is him making that statement is directly tied to his brother, if. Kenny Payne reaches out a week from now and says, like, hey, we actually really want you, then I think that would be the, the scenario where you would get Dre Davis back. But it sounds like they're both probably going to go somewhere else unless we don't land some of these transfers that we're hoping to get in on and we have extra roster spots, and, and then who knows if they would even want to that's come back I in I mean Would you even go back for that? If you, probably I mean, not. Yeah,
2: that's kind of been so – I mean, I know it's – it's you know it's true, but mean like you're basically telling Trey like, hey, you know, if we can't get any of these guys we actually want, then exactly, yeah, come on,
0: you know, that's you don't want to be. I mean, and they'll both have options. Yeah. It's not like that. They it's Louisville or going to a Sunbelt program. They're I mean, going to have power. Yeah, even offers. if they went to like a
2: AAC school or something, I would almost do that over kind of being told. You'll take me if there's literally no one else, okay. and you're probably not going to play much. Yeah, so. I'm going to. I'll 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 go to you know somewhere else and be
0: fine. So roster update for the moment: we have six players confirmed to come back for next season. Uh, so we now almost have half of our roster at least yeah. as scholarship players. Woo-hoo. We've got Kamari Lands, who is uh, committed and has said multiple times that he's sticking with his commitment. He's going to become a Cardinal. He was ranked today in the Sports Illustrated final. They do the top. I don't know why people do. Different numbers, but they they do their top ninety nine for every class. And Kamari Lands was number thirty eight. Cute. I know. Yeah, it's like Gary Paris doing the top twenty five and one. Like okay, whatever. Um, he's number thirty eight in those class rankings, so he's a top forty player according to two of the scouting services. Uh, I think he's going to be very good here. I say that having been wrong about many of the recruits that we've gotten, especially in the last ten years or so. But we'll see. I I think he has a chance to be a really good player here. But six players, one commit. We still assume Devin Ree at some point is going to commit. Although where every, was he on the 99? I think he was like number 77. Okay. He's same kind of where he was in the 24-7 gotcha, sports gotcha. rankings too, 77-78. Uh, but well, that would put us at 8. That would put us assuming. at 8. Assuming. And at this point, I mean, I feel like every day that goes without a Devin ree commitment, that doubt begins to creep more and more into all of our minds because, hey, this was supposed to have been done a week ago. I mean, hell, three weeks ago what's the deal and he did take his official visit last weekend i think everybody just sort of assumed that would be a precursor to a commit whether it took place on the weekend or monday or tuesday and here we are on friday still kind of waiting around there have been some rumors that maryland has thrown a wrench into these plans we'll see how true that is i guess shortly are they mad we got danny manning maybe maybe <laughs> but we'll see we've got uh, brandon Huntley hatfield in town we've got sean mcneil in town next weekend Those are two guys that we're in on. We'll see who else is. is, I mean, even if you get those guys, you're still looking at 10. That's still three spots open. Yeah. I mean, Imani Bates is out there now. uh, He's another name that we talked about. We offered this uh, McNeil kid, which State of Louisville, I'll give them credit. They went down a rabbit hole with this this McNeil kid who nobody had really ever heard of, even though he's been at like three different programs in the last three years and has not played anywhere besides the JUCO where he only played two games or 12 games. Uh, His name is Cassius McNeely, I should say. And oh, that's the Irish guy that you brought up yesterday, right? Yeah, not Irish, but you you think the name is Irish. He had previously been committed to – again, this is the guy who has not played a D1 game and yet somehow at one point or another has been a member of the TCU program, a member of the Texas A&M program, was committed to Maryland when Danny Manning was the interim head coach there a few months ago, and now is being recruited by other programs after decommitting. It's a Do fascinating story. Well – State of Louisville went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and they found that his dad has been like an assistant coach that's kind of followed him around and was set to to maybe join the Maryland staff if Danny Manning had gotten that full-time head coaching job. Mm -hmm. And so they're thinking... Hey, maybe this is some insight into who this third assistant could be. Maybe really? it's going to be Papa McNeely. We're, we're, we're hiring the. the name I don't think of... it, it wouldn't be the height to get this kid, that <laughs> yeah. nobody knows if he's any good or not. I think it would be just because we think the dad's a good coach. I
2: mean, I hope it's because the dad's a good coach. I
0: think it'll be more about taking the kid to I get don't... the dad than vice versa. I
2: mean, I, I mean, people are wondering if we should hire Milt Wagner to get to get his grandson, and we're sitting there going to hire a guy's a player who's anyway. been, uh, been bounced around Texas like like it's nothing.
0: It's not. I linked the story on today's news and notes post. It's. I mean, it's probably not what's going to wind up happening, but it's props to them for doing some sleuthing and going down a Mm rabbit hole and finding something that's that's a little bit interesting out there. But who knows how the rest of the roster is going to shake out. I think these next few weeks are going to be very, very interesting. But I'm happy to have Rose back. I don't know if he's – I'm not going to guarantee that he's going to be a big-time front court player this year, next year, or three years from now. But he's shown flashes of having that ability. And we – I think it – Bears mentioning that he was one of the higher ranked players in his class before the injuries slash COVID piled up and took away basically his last two seasons of high school basketball and his AAU runs that were the most important. If he can get back to that form and having this is the first offseason that he's been fully healthy since like 2019. If he can return to that form and get even better with the help of guys like Kenny Payne and Danny Manning who know how to develop big men. I'm excited about him potentially becoming the player that people thought he could be three years ago. I think that that's like we were talking about with Imani Bates, that makes him worth the, if you want to call it a risk of him taking a roster spot, it makes him worth it. Cause I think he could be very, very good. I think it also now we've, we've offered scholarships or we've reached out to players, in the transfer portal that are six eleven, seven foot big men. We were, we were after Jani broom. We've been after Brandon Huntley Hatfield. We've already got, Three quote unquote front court players right now. Like, I, I mean, JJ Trainer could play the four. I think that's probably where he's going to be moving forward. Sidney Curry, despite having the body type of a four, I don't think can play that spot right now. He's a traditional five based on his skill set. And then depends what you ask your four to do. Yeah, I mean, he can't step I mean, out. If you're walking,
2: Yeah, if you want to be a stretch four, then no, no.
0: Obviously. I'm not even a stretch four. Like in this day and age, fours are. You have to have some versatility, mm-hmm. and I don't think he can. He's not going to handle it on the perimeter. He's not going to set up and create. I mean,
2: could, I mean, we used him a little bit in the high post this year.
0: Yeah, but he can do that. Yeah,
2: but you could if you're using a, a traditional, more traditional big four, then that would be where you'd want to clear room for your five and the, on the offensive scheme is use him in a high post.
0: I, I mean, I guess, but he's I mean, he's not, not. He's got a lot of as good as he was down the stretch. He is limp. I understand. Yeah, he's got to work. Like, the passing is an issue. The he doesn't handle it well. He's got to work on the right hand. He's a great finisher with the left, but people are going to like people are going to figure that out. He was still an, a known commodity when he was putting up big numbers at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and the defense is the that's the biggest issue. Okay. People don't like when it's not it, it's not as glaring as scoring every possession on the other end. But he was getting picked on defensively a lot, and that's if he's going to be our everyday five, which it looks like he's the most likely candidate to fill that role. The defense has to get significantly better. So my point is. I like having Rose because I think he's more of a traditional five and let's say Sidney Curry, maybe they can play him at the four a little bit, or maybe he just doesn't develop in these areas quite as much as we want him to. And Wheeler does boom. All of a sudden we've got a five who can step in and play. But I wonder if we back off some of these transfers that we've been after, or if we're saying you're better than these guys, Wheeler's a guy that we look at as a, a project a little bit still who can potentially be a great player next season or two seasons from now. You can start over him right now. Maybe that's the message to a guy like Brandon Huntley Hatfield or Jai Broom or or somebody else. But it's just interesting that we're we're still going after all these front court players because the backcourt now feels like the area of most importance.
2: Well, and we've got at least we do have plenty of spots open yeah can, say that we've got six yeah, guys can we, back. We, 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 can, we can probably get a nice little group of both <laughs> let's this just point. get the best players available you and, right. and that's and that's kind of where i'm at and, and if i'm wheeler you know i i think he really made the right decision whether we go out and we get two more even two three bit more big men in this class alone if you rosewood wheeler staying at louisville for at least even one more year i mean it, it, i can't think of there'd be a better decision to do because what's what's the what's the harm? I mean, yes, you may lose a season, but you were a few your freshmen. Not like Curry who was a JUCO or, you know, you're you're going into your junior or senior year. You're a freshman, you mentioned, had had some health issues, now fully healthy. You've got a new coaching staff. If you there's no it is low risk, high reward for Rose Wheeler, even if he doesn't get a lot of playing time this year because of maybe someone who comes in or for whatever reason, to spend one year and learn under a guy who does have a reputation for doing well with big men and Kenny Payne, Danny Manning and just, you know what, if it doesn't work out, and I hope it does, but if it doesn't, you're a sophomore, you're going to have two years of eligibility to transfer somewhere else. Sure. I mean, and, and then maybe go somewhere that fits your skill level better, or maybe you're going to get more playing time. Maybe a coaching staff you may or may not get along with better if it doesn't work. Regardless, Wheeler coming back, I mean, it, it just it's the logical choice for him. It's the best decision for him. I hope it works out for both of us. And, you know, he does improve and does get some playing time. You know, even if I am Wheeler, like like you said, I look at us going after these other big guys. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm I i do not care. It is the one year, and you only get four. Well, in some cases, five or six, depending on you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Just let's let's take it on. Let, let me sure. let me get coached by the staff for a year. You know, if I'm not better than these guys, I'll go somewhere else. If I am, my play, and so on and so forth. I, I think it's a good move by him.
0: I just thought too that um, unrelated Marcus Carr, former friend, transferring again. Staying at Texas for one more year, okay. using the extra year of eligibility. He came on. He, he came on well late in the season. He did. He still. I mean, he, he it's a weird roster. It, yeah, he'll be. He'll be better next year. He played
2: better, in the, definitely in the Big Twelve tournament and in the tournament itself.
0: Beard knows what to do. Uh, Texas's word was that Devin Reed was supposed to commit early this week, and Kamari Lance was supposed to sign like last weekend. Neither happened. Any idea why recruiting and staff stuff has been so weird? No, <laughs> to, to, to be quite <laughs> frank. Because, yeah, that has been the word. Lance has been, I mean, consistently, he, he does the thing that a lot of kids do. And you know, I guess a lot of celebrities do on Instagram where it's like, hey, I've got some time. Ask me questions. And, you know, he keeps, keeps getting asked about the new staff and, and thoughts about Louisville. And it's always like, love the staff. Can't wait to be there. He has reaffirmed his commitment. In, like on the record with Cardinal Authority and 24 7 sports, but he has not signed yet. And I think it's making some people, it's making me a little no, bit no, nervous. No,
2: some kids just don't sign but still go to the schools, right? I mean, they don't have to sign a letter of intent officially anymore, correct? I believe you have to sign to play. I mean, wasn't that the whole Brandon Knight thing a decade ago that he never actually signed a letter of intent even though he came to UK and played?
0: Well, you're talking about Kentucky. We have no idea what the hell's going on there. Like, no. they they can't figure out when guys graduated high school. So,
2: Again, it's moot because the kid's nineteen. It doesn't
0: matter. We he's never- not nineteen. You keep saying that he's eighteen. Well, he turns nineteen on May thirtieth. But it, it, that's that's not the whole thing. Like it, again, with international rules, it's, it's totally different. It, TJ texted in the whole like the whole rule layout. yesterday.
2: I know, and I looked it up in the official rulebook. Canadian and Canada, it doesn't matter.
0: Well, how it's is everybody wrong about this besides you? Then?
2: Because they're holding hope
0: that he's coming back. And no, like the home. NBA draft experts that are saying this <laughs> about his eligibility. Like, you're the only person who's saying that these rules are out there and that are different than everybody else is saying. Yeah. Text Jonathan Gavoni and let him know that he's wrong. I will. And uh, and, too. and Shams, Karania, <laughs> whatever the hell his name is, he's apparently wrong too. Yep. Anyways, I'm just saying don't look at UKs for any sort of precedence <laughs> because they have the weirdest eligibility cases of all time. Um I don't even know where I was, though. Yeah, we were talking about having to actually sign a, a letter of intent to play. You do. I mean, he's, he's going to have to sign at some point, but he hasn't yet. And the Devin Ree thing is the Devin Ree thing's just weird because it was a done deal three weeks ago. If you listen to people who follow recruiting closely, like he's, he's done, he's locked up. It's probably going to be a commitment on his visit. Has the visit, says it went great. Couldn't have been better. Has not committed. Has not said anything. And if it is like Maryland. Has he visited Maryland, I assume? I don't think so. But like what's Losing him to anybody at this point, we, we kind of talked about this yesterday. It's not, it shouldn't feel like a swing and a miss for Kenny Payne, but it kind of will, just because everybody has assumed that this was going to be the first commit. And the longer that this this goes on the more people are going to start talking about, hey, you know, we were supposed to get all these players, it was supposed to happen immediately, according to everybody. It's been a month, over a month. We've got nobody. Well, we still have a third assistant either. We still don't have a third assistant. I mean I'm assuming he's got some plans for that. But if you also like like losing him to anybody would be Kind of a bad look, and it would, like you mentioned, the detractors, aka retractors from yesterday, would. Both of them are going to be happy.
2: <laughs> they, you know,
0: they'll get a little bit chirpy if this happens, but especially if he goes to Maryland, because Maryland is the program that was in kind of the exact same spot that we were as far as like having a coach leave, have an interim coach, not knowing what the future of the program is. They hired a guy in Kevin Willard, who, don't get me wrong, like has a solid reputation, but. Is not known for bagging big time recruits. Like we should be, regardless of our circumstances, we should be out recruiting Kevin Willard in Maryland right now.
2: I mean, what, I
0: mean, Maryland's not awful. It's there's worse no, but like it. we are. But I'm not wrong in saying that we are on a different level than them. And Kenny Payne is supposed to be, you know, recruiting guy, right? It would it would be a tough look to lose him to Maryland of all programs, right? Yes, that's all I'm saying. We did take their coach, though. So. We did.
2: We not only did we take their their interim coaches, kind of we, we
0: forced them to fire their
2: one before it.
0: Okay, well, yeah, it's it's true.
2: I guess they could. I guess they do like
0: one little win against us. Texas says, "I think I saw someone say that Devin Reed was going to try and take more visits to get off of Oak Hill's a ca- uh, campus because it's in the middle of nowhere." So the Oak Hill, he's at the because there's there are multiple Oak Hills, but he's at the one in Virginia, right? He's yeah, he's at the Oak
2: Hill. The Oak Hill, yeah, because because I always remember think that Alex Sanders was from Oak Hill, like in Texas. Remember, remember Alex Sanders who played for us. He went to yeah. Oak Hill, but he went to an Oak Hill that was like in Texas.
0: I oh, think. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought I, I just know of the Oak Hill o- Yeah,
2: that's the Oak Hill. Exactly. The one where the the, the the Kentucky guy, Steve Smith, just retired from.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Texas says, LOL, how is everyone wrong about this but you? Mike has the patience of a saint. Thank I mean, you. Uh, St. Peter's. <laughs> I don't know. How. Got the shirt on. I'm the one that should be credited here. I'm the one that have dealing with the, the, the people who are wrong. Take us, Trevor. Don't derail. We got to talk about why this stuff has been so weird. I mean, this stuff has been weird. The, the question about like why everybody thought Devin Ree was going. Oh, it, yeah. it also I think lends to maybe all this chatter about people saying they know that Devin Ree's going to commit or Devin Reed's like. Maybe people don't really know Remind much. Remind me again, why was he suddenly a lock for Louisville once Wade got fired from LSU? What, what was everybody con- said he was? I mean, was there not a connection like between there is a connection. Kenny or I mean, there's got to be something, right? He's from basically the same part of Mississippi that, that Kenny Payne is. Okay, yeah, I th- and I think Danny Manning's actually from like about the same area as well. It could be. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, he's no Danny Manning was unless he's born. Now. I
2: thought he grew up in Kansas though, but I could be wrong. I think
0: uh, somebody said that. Yeah, he might
2: have been born in. Mississippi. It's him or
0: maybe the, the Perez – somebody else on the staff or. Who's either fully on the staff or rumored to be on the staff was from the same area of Mississippi as, <laughs> okay. as this kid and Kenny Payne, and there was some other connection there that I can't. I mean, you know, he's he was an LSU commit. Yeah, they're in the same Adidas. We run in the same kind of circles okay. there. Adidas, like it's okay. It, I, I can't tell you exactly. I didn't know if McNolan had been recruiting him slightly at Duke, maybe, or don't think so. Had Manning recruited him at all while Maryland? I, I can't mean, tell you what the yeah. reason. What all I know is everybody said this kid's going to be Kenny Payne's first commit okay. and that was a month ago and he's taken an official visit to louisville official visit apparently went swimmingly and we still got nothing who is the best available recruit that's still not committed the
2: ward kid that we're also recruiting the going, okay he's not that high though And he just ended, 34 i think 34 okay
0: i think that it might be a little bit of like everybody saying you know i mean hey he's gonna he's gonna commit today or he's gonna commit today or he's gonna sign today or this this like like Maybe this is a lesson to all of us. Like, let's pull back a little bit on this stuff because it's setting, it's setting the table for us to have conversations about why is this so weird? Why, is this, when maybe the reality is this kid has had the same timeline the entire time. Like, he hasn't been planning on committing to Louisville uh, until a certain point in time, or maybe he hasn't been quite as firm as some of these recruiting people have thought. In fairness, if I was him, I'd want to take
2: all the visits I can. Hell get yeah! To. You I kidding mean, me? I'd go visit twenty schools, I mean, even if I knew I was going to Louisville and had no other. No other inkling of going anywhere else, I'd still go see 20 schools.
0: Especially, like the the texture set, if you're at Oak Hill Academy and there's not anything to do when basketball season's over. Yeah. You've got, you like, a month left until you're out of there. I mean, there are, like, 300 people in the entire school anyway. Yeah, and, like, you know, almost all of them are basketball players. Yeah. Like it's, I, don't, I don't even think oh, it's yeah, 300. this dude needs to. I think it's, dude, like,
2: 86. I think you're right. I, I think I was being generous. But yeah, this dude needs to get out and. Do a little like uh, coming to America around around the country,
0: and maybe that's all this is. Yeah. And maybe that's all this is with, with Kamari Land. The lands thing is is stranger to me, just because it's the final step. And he's indicated for, I mean, since before we hired Kenny Payne, that doesn't matter who we hire. I'm going to be a Cardinal. All you've got to do is sign on the dotted line to make that official. You can say it as many times as you want, but until you're you're signed, it's not a done deal. Sounds like the plot. Why is it not happening? This is Jerry Maguire all over again. But also, I mean, it's we're so late in the game. You mentioned the highest-rated player. I think there are only four or five members of the top 100 that are unsigned. They and got room set, for all of them. A, a few of those are decommits that have been because, you know, Florida lost Mike White, LSU lost Will Wade. Why is is Kamari Lands not, you know, like there aren't that many places to go if you choose not to sign with Louisville at this point. It's very late in the game. So like I, I, I'm still under the assumption that Ree's going to commit and will eventually sign. Kamari lands will sign, but. And reason wing player that, that you were asking for. He's shooter. Yeah. I can't sit here and say that I like when, when people text in and say, do you think it's a little bit weird and why is this happening? I can't give you an answer for why it's happening. And yeah, it feels a little bit weird just based on all of the information that had been out there before. Um, Texas says KP has been on the job for almost six weeks. Now we have no commits and barely a staff. It's just really weird. Now we have majority staff. We only miss him
2: one. If we only had one assistant, you could say that. But we have we have two of the three. So
0: we have two of the three. But we also like we haven't announced a official. Like we all think this this kid is going to be director of basketball operations. That hasn't been officially announced yet. Oh, it has. We haven't okay. announced a strength coach. Our old strength coach Andy Kettler, just uh, signed with Xavier yesterday. We haven't announced a um, video coordinator. Like any support staff positions. Like it's it's taken a while, and Kenny Payne is like this is the way it's going to be. Can we say he's out recruiting and that's why he's. he's well, he straight-up told us. Like, I, I I work in secret. Like, I'm, you guys aren't going to know. Like, he is very – he's playing everything very close to the vest right now. And I think uh, that, that it's – That's
2: not going to fly if he don't win right away, I'll tell you right now.
0: It's not, but it's also we, – we talked about this yesterday. It was, it's refreshing after what we just went through last winter where – Every little piece of information, most of it being negative, that happened behind closed doors and was supposed to stay behind closed doors, got out in like five seconds. Like, That's if, true.
2: but it's only refreshing when the when the news is negative. When it's positive, you don't want it to be
0: secret. No, you don't. But like last year, it was like, "Hey, there's a fight happening in the locker room right now. Do you want me to take a video for you?" And I'm like, <laughs> that, "That didn't actually happen. People. Don't don't run to the <laughs> message boards. But it
2: was stuff. It felt like that on most days. In fairness, with the way the season went, the, the off the court was the only thing entertaining about the
0: year. <laughs> it kind of was at a certain point. Texas Trevor out here uh, spitting lies about Alex Sanders and sends his profile. He went to the Oak Hill. In, oh, was it Virginia? I don't think there is another Oak Hill. I, don't I always know.
2: thought it was from, or maybe is he just from Texas? He or? might have been from Texas okay. originally.
0: Texas, I don't think Louisville fans realize kids want to go to the tourney. You all won't get recruits until the, the class of 2024. I, I, do you know there's a UK fan when he says you all? Well, yeah. I just. <laughs> but he, and he's also like, that's, wrong like, like we will get a lot of members of the class of 2023 because i don't unless this this texter thinks that we're getting a multi-year postseason ban which i thought for a long time i don't think anymore i still i'll say i'll be surprised if we don't get a postseason ban i know a lot of local fans are saying we're not going to get anything because look I what do. the irp is doing i'm just i'm continuing to assume the worst until i'm proven otherwise and if that happens i'll be refreshingly surprised. But if you're saying we're not going to get any players from the 2023 class, we which is DJ right? Wagner's class, yeah, we've already got Caleb Glenn, who's yeah. a top 40 player in that class. Um, we're on the short list of pretty much every five-star that's in that class that we've targeted. Um, I think you're, you're you're wrong about that. But I do agree, and I, again, I not like a broken record, if you can't tell transfers that you can definitively say, we're in the 2023 NCAA yeah. tournament, we're going to be eligible, that it's going to affect your recruiting on that front i absolutely think that that's happening and we can't because we're not going to find out our punishments till october at the earliest which you know what middle fingers up to the ncaa you screwed us again you keep screwing us this sucks get out of here texas says new L men's basketball strength coach mike tyson make it happen <laughs> i'd be okay with that do you see him beat up that dude on the plane yeah <laughs> i mean I was, yeah Did you see the video before <laughs> that dude the guy you know, was asking for an i mean beating. it was just he was just
2: just like Kicking his seat and threw a bottle at him. Oh, I didn't see the bottle. I saw him kept like just yeah. He was. I knew he was begging for it. I'm I'm amazed the guy walked away. I mean, the Hangover lied to me.
0: Yeah. Well, Tyson, I think also was like he was kind of more smacking him than he, he was had like, him just smacking, punching him. Yeah. The guy also had his friend like filming from the row over. I don't know if it was he was doing all this on purpose.
2: I don't know if it was from the same night, but on Facebook, like later that night, I see a picture of Mike Tyson and Ric Flair saying live from from
0: a party in Miami. Well, for he was flying to like a cannabis convention. Yeah, so I think. <laughs>
2: He, you're Mike Tyson. Just beats somebody up on a plane, and then you went and partied in Miami with Ric Flair. Yeah, he was like
0: met at the airport by fans that were all taking pictures with him. I'm like, what a life! I would love to party with Mike Tyson. Right and the there. other guy had to like stay in San Francisco with his bloodied up face
2: i don't know though if i'm that guy i'm using that in, in every pickup line in the bar though i'm like i'm like yeah i got beat up by mike tyson I'm still staying here
0: that guy also i think it's interesting that we, he
2: We've we got a few good punches
0: in yeah <laughs> but i still i feel well i still feel like i won the fight he so they had to deplane both them and I thought it was really interesting that they said the guy just like stayed in San Francisco and didn't want to press charges because you'd think, you know, guy clearly antagonizing Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get rich. He's trying to get famous. Yeah. He's gonna punch him out. I'm gonna sue him. I'm gonna <laughs> it's gonna be everywhere. If you're gonna take a Tyson punch, at least get paid for it, right? Well, if you're wondering <laughs> why he didn't wanna go the legal route, this guy has a lengthy legal history himself. Lots of drugs. Own arrest for uh, In the video, assault. he pulls out
2: shrooms. Yeah, he's. I mean, this, <laughs> this guy has been
0: in trouble with the law a lot. I'm sure he didn't want that out there. Now it's out there. So Yeah, well it's done. out
2: there regardless. Douche. It's, yeah. Guy's in chomp. Like, yeah. I wish Tyson
0: had just cold-cocked him, knocked him out of the When I
2: saw the headline, that's what I was expecting to see was him just... Do like him like hangovers. An hit him one time, the guy just go down like yeah. a of he, And he could have. If you oh, he's he, given like
0: the short little smacks, like he could have he didn't he doesn't haul back and just I mean, thrill he, him. If he
2: does that, he could possibly kill him. I mean, exactly.
0: Easily. I'm sure he's aware of that. Yeah. But he did the right thing. You should have you absolutely should have punched that guy in the face. Congrats, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's take a break when we come back. Hour number two is up next. We'll shift the conversation from basketball to football. Comments from a high profile, very high rated uh Louisville football recruit that have me a little bit excited also news that we all was com- all new was coming has come today cards lose a transfer to alabama we can talk about that as well it's all coming up in hour number two here the mike rutherford show on fourteen fifty and 961, the big x i'll be
1: back in
0: Now I slam it when I'm going and make sure it's broke When I'm gone I no want gets on Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up The scene I set I like to stand in a crowd And watch the people run wonder Damn But think about it then you understand I'm just an addict addicted to music Maybe it's a habit I gotta use it Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm I hook a beat up converted into hip hop form Light a rhyme and graffiti Is the year based on anything cause that... I'm a of any relevance? Did it, anything spark your interest? Yes. Well, I'm going to guess because we've talked about it off air. You watched the the same 30 for 30 that I watched a couple nights ago on Greg Norman, yep. and you mentioned how, for some reason, the only tournament you ever remember is the '86 Masters that he lost to Nicholas. Trivia question: though I would only get. I don't I actually don't remember watching it because I didn't know that how Nicholas had won it
2: and beating out Norman in the way he did. I didn't. I'd learned that watching the 30 for 30.
0: So. I know these songs are from the 80s. I know they're around that era. I'm just going to assume it's 1986. That is correct. All right. Nice. I feel good about it.
2: I love how, by the way, I have... I don't know. I didn't realize the captions. close caption was on on this Eric B. and Rakim song. Uh-huh. And, like, during the instrumental, it just says in prints these old-school rap music. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you're interested. For your information. Yeah. <laughs> for those that actually beer. be hearing, yeah. It's for like, your information. <laughs> it's like, okay.
0: I had forgotten until I saw that. Like, I knew that he was on the wrong end of the famous bob tway bunker shot i mean
2: which one i mean and they brought with bob it tway
0: and then the larry mize is the one that i'd forgotten about where he hits the impossible chip and holes out and like i also i kind of side with norman when people are like giving him crap for you know he put himself in these positions i'm like even so, these these are outrageous shots yeah. that he's losing. Like guys are holding out from the middle of the fairway in in the non major tournaments I mean, that not he's like losing. He's like four
2: over. I mean, he's like seven eight under. I mean, that's good, right? Yeah, I mean, he was playing. And their point was except for the ninety six Masters. Ninety six Masters was a disaster. Mm. I remember. I remember watching that all day. I don't. I don't. I didn't. The only two I remembered, which is, I think I should get credit for watching a ninety minute do, uh, documentary on a golf guy, a golfer. Because, it's a, it was a good one. You know, I don't like. I mean, but. You don't care about golf. In fairness, Greg Norman is one of maybe a handful, or two handfuls of golfers I can actually name, and and I've proven that to you. And uh, and because of two memories, one, well, the '86, I didn't know really he was involved with until I watched Thirty for Thirty. But and I've told you this before, coming home from Gulf Shores, we bought a newspaper. I'll never forget July 18th, 1993, and the uh, the the front page. Just I read it because that's all I had in the car to read for like the, all through Alabama. It was uh, the day. Fred McGriff became a brave, and Greg Norman won. A, I what I always thought was the British Open, but because it was in England, but I guess it was the, the the Open Championship.
0: That's the same thing.
2: Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh
0: crap! I did it
2: again. <laughs> Why didn't it say British Open on the, on the on the
0: on the Open Champ We people call it the British Open. It's technically the Open. Okay, championship. so he won yeah. two British Opens. He did eighty six and I think ninety one and oh ninety three. Was ninety three yeah. okay? Yeah, he. I know he only won two, and they were both British Opens. Um, and he should have won. It is insane that he didn't win. More. I will tell you one thing about it, and I enjoyed the. I enjoyed this thirty for thirty. Um,
2: I'm I'm surprised you watched it. I know you're a big golf guy, but you didn't even watch the one on the Mets, and that was decent. And you're a big baseball guy. Yeah, but I don't care about the Mets. I guess so. Uh, but one thing I was a little surprised, with they didn't bring up, and I guess it didn't really matter. But when they were talking about him hitting the, his peak of popularity, and, and you know the all the, the the flashiness that is the mid 80s in general with pretty much anybody who was popular and being in like 1985 86 i'm amazed they didn't also bring up the fact that him being from australia and coming out at the same time crocodile dundee did u.s was obsessed with australian stuff i mean it was i mean it was a peak of you know oh everything aussie 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 and because of crocodile dundee i'm amazed they didn't actually just Bring that up, how they those two kind of both those things came up at the perfect timing for him.
0: Are you sure you didn't just overemphasize Crocodile Dundee's importance no. on the
2: very popular movie?
0: It was, but I mean, it spawned three sequels. He also, I mean, as good as he was in the '80s, I think. He, I think Crocodile Dundee. he hit his popularity in the early '90s. Yes, that's when he was really becoming po- a big po- deal. Even
2: the popularity of golf in the '80s probably didn't match that of a movie like Crocodile Dundee. I don't know. I mean, we're not we're not talking like post golf now. I mean, you talk about just the if it, I tell you if it did, he probably would have made more than 800,000 as the top money getter in 1986.
0: Well, that's just based on winnings. Yeah. But he also you could tell how much the like the old guys just sort of resented him for all of his business deals and becoming, because he was. I mean, the shark stuff is still some of the biggest selling golf oh, yeah. merchandise out there. Like I they still the sell the, They sell the hats. They still sell the shirts. They've got shark everything. They've got shark clubs. Like he made himself even more of a big deal than he probably would have been just by. And he was ahead of the game in that regard, just by the way that he marketed himself. And you could tell people like, well, he just wasn't focused. I'm like, well, you know, he set himself up. Like he's very clearly living a very happy life. And he was still the number one golfer in the world for like 356 weeks or whatever they said it was, which is remarkable that you can be that good and still only have the two major victories, which unfortunately kind of defines his legacy. But it is crazy how we talk about the guy. It's not like he never won. A major it's no. not like he was never you know like he never won tournaments or he always choked it just happened on the biggest stage way too many times and he but his resume does lack towards those and they brought it up the robbery with the uh, sir nick
2: faldo Another golfer I could name, by the way. I didn't. I do not like Faldo. <laughs> I was more of a
0: shark guy than a faldo. I'm more of a
2: shark guy too. Now, I mean, I, I think I think Shark might be, you know, right there with John Daly as my my two favorite golfers now.
0: I appreciated how honest he was too, like throughout the interview, mm-hmm. like you you could tell. I mean, he straight up says like, they're they like, was there ever a moment where you started thinking like this is getting away from me? And he's like, yeah, right here when when I this, <laughs> when the shot rolled back off the green. Or he talks about
2: how he hits the ground. He's like, that's just the the golf gods hate me, and and I know it's it's me, not them, but. Damn you, golf gods!
0: And he's very open and honest about the fact that he was like it. It got in his head. I mean, it was—it's obvious yeah. to anybody. But for you to, to be able to admit it, even twenty-five years or however long it's been after the fact, is—I think it's commendable. I don't know if he
2: knew he was lying, but he did lie when he says he didn't think his life would be different if he'd won the Masters. That's be and I, I think I, he's talking I, about right now. I—I I guess, but I listen. I get like your your life was going to be fulfilled. you were going to have. But for someone especially loved endorsements, you loved the if you'd won any uh, one Masters, there would have been a lot
0: different. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I kinda get his point. It would have he would have had memories, he would have had a different thing. He would be viewed he differently. More
2: endor- he would have got endorsement deals probably based on that. He had so many
0: endorsement deals already oh, though. Clearly like, he, he
2: loved getting more.
0: And well but you know what would have happened though if he wins that Masters? Like Or a Masters. Even so, like the Tiger phenomenon takes over right after that yeah
2: 97 yeah like
0: he's he's coming and and when tiger took over nobody cared about anybody else like norman was an afterthought uh nick faldo became an afterthought like it was tiger mania and so any of any additional business deals that he would have picked up would have gone by the wayside pretty quickly once tiger mania took over so like i understood where he was coming from basically saying like now being you know close to 70 years old living here having my, my my children my grandchildren like my day-to-day life having the money that i've got like nothing would be different besides you know i guess like the memories and the way that people talk about me there is still different. you can you can say nothing would be different but deep down i mean you know thing, there
2: there is a difference cuz you would have a won the golf tournament But he's just talking in. about his
0: day-to-day life yeah. like he'd still be in the exact same place living in the exact same house doing the exact same things maybe i mean i think that that's more than likely i think i think he's right but it did i mean the the thing that stuck out to me that I'd never heard before, and I, and I texted my buddies who follow golf way more closely than I, and they had heard this before, but him waking up the Sunday morning of the Masters with a six-shot lead and calling Peter Costas to oh, complain yeah, get, about the CBS coverage yeah. – is like that right there was, I was like, Ooh, I did
2: love that. I don't remember his name. The producer was like, and listen to me, if his biggest problem is to call you and complain. It's Peter Crosses, yeah. Okay. Then he's, then, then I'm not his biggest problem. Yeah. And
0: yeah, he, and he did misquote him because they show the actual clip that Costas talks about on the golf channel where he's like, Oh
2: dude, I miss, I must've
0: been looking yeah, down at my phone. Or something they show there. it. It's from the night before. It's like the Saturday round where he's up by six and, and Costas is, is essentially saying like as good as he's been, there are, flaws in his game right now. He's doing this, he's doing that. And if he doesn't fix this, like it's going to be it's going to be close on Sunday. Yeah. And Norman hears that and says, "Peter Costa says I'm going to choke on Sunday." And like calls and complains about it. And I did like I thought it was interesting that Faldo comes out and says, "Very first hole. He's hitting his second shot and he's doing the he's regripping a bunch. Like fixing his hands. He's regripping, he's regripping." And Faldo had played with him the day before and says, "Well, that's new." And he's like right away I'm like he's in a different mindset he's on edge like we've got a shot here if we can get this to if we can get within three after the the front nine's over which i thought was really interesting and norman i mean norman admits it like he's like i, I get there i'm antsy on the range i feel weird it just doesn't feel right like he's just all out of sorts and you look back and you're like man it's it's shocking he even finished second <laughs> and i also like that he did admit because Faldo had to make a crazy, up, not crazy, but a tough up and down on 18 the day before to, the, the, you to be in the final pairing. Yeah. No, to be in the final pairing yeah. on Sunday, and if he doesn't get that up and down, he gets to uh, Norman gets to play with Phil Mickelson, who's 25 and still you know very green. He's not gonna you know he's 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 the little guy. He's not gonna put up a fight. And you know Norman says I'm the type of guy who when I'm playing and if, if uh, the guy I'm playing with, it's a nice shot. I'm like, Hey, great shot. Like, well done. And Faldo kind of puts the fear in you by being this robot. Who's just doesn't talk to you. Yeah. Straightforward. And he's like, Phil was, was a nice guy. Call I liked assassin, him. I yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I would have much preferred to play with Phil that last day. I think things would have gone totally different. It's just, I mean, you get where he's coming from, where he talks about like the golf gods being against him. Like he, He did seem to have a a lot of the stuff was self-inflicted, but he also had a lot of things just not go his way. And and it was crazy to see it all laid out like that.
2: uh, Scott Van Pelt, I thought, was great. He was. I I just love how genuine he was. I mean, Scott Van Pelt's good in general, but, uh, but yeah, I thought he was great during it. And it was nice, though, that the majority, almost everybody they talked to were golfers. I actually knew who they were. Or mentioned is in terms of Phil Mickelson and Jack Nicholson uh-huh. and Douglas and uh, Nicholas. I know I do have some time. I was gonna to Twice him. today. No, <laughs> It's <laughs> tough. Extra keeping count. Uh <laughs> I'll have the first one go. Hey, the Gopper's from Columbus though. So he's from Ohio in general. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and and of course the shark I knew. And even looking at some of the now, I didn't know any of these people that were hitting these great shots that they that he was unfortunately losing to. Uh I did love their re- I did think though I was like before they even brought it up, I was like, man, this guy's just getting screwed by great shot after great shot. Maybe I'm not the one to assume what a great shot is in golf, but by the reaction of the announcer's crowd and golfer. Oh, they're nuts. I think these are great shots. That so other's overplaying it very well for me. And even on most leaderboards, in the, in the turn, when they showed them in the 80s, I saw my mo- my man uh, Grave Kite out there. Or Tom Kite. There you go. Grave Kite was the basketball player. Tom Kite, I I, I know his name, too. So. Love the big, the, the big straw hat. Tom that, Kite. Yeah, Okay, Did he wore a straw hat. I yeah. didn't know his name very easy to remember the names. So. You also realize,
0: and golfers today for the most part are still not what you would refer to as like the coolest people on the planet, but you realized how much more dorky they even were in the early nineties. Did Greg Norman come off kind of like a, a precursor to a Happy Gilmore, a little bit, um, uh, almost a Ten Cup meets Happy Gilmore. He was very much like, and it's it's so hilarious to see it in hindsight now. With because now you golfers are pumping up the crowd, and like especially yeah. at Ryder Cup and, and you know the TPC at Scottsdale well, and stuff. I mean
2: tiger fist pumping right tiger changed everything clearly
0: but norman back then was seen as this like brash bad boy of golf because he would like show some emotion on the golf course they showed the clip of him getting into it with the fan that Um, was
2: the one time i kind of went against what i was liking about him because because he let the fan get to him well he was
0: i mean let's be real like he was mentally fragile and that was the whole thing and like he's he showed up in a helicopter
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so, like, that, I can't remember what God was. I mean, it was a follow that you could
2: just hear the disdain in his voice when he was talking about it. Yeah. He was like, we're showing up like, you know, in a rental car from Hertz or whatever. This guy's flying in a freaking helicopter. Speaking of, <laughs>
0: when we went to Ireland in 2017, we actually, we stayed, we went to Portrush in Northern Ireland. And we stayed at a hotel right above the golf course that hosted the British Open. Um, it was either last year or two years ago. Royal Portrush was the course. We got to, I got to play it, which was awesome. Nice. With my father-in-law. Yeah. I played real well. It was it was a we played. It, w- it wasn't the official championship course, and of course we played like the tees way up. And but it's one of those where if you can keep it in the fairway, it's manageable. But if you hit it in the the heather, the tall stuff, like you're done. It, it's yeah, no one likes that. Game over, that. like seven over. Like you're you're not gonna come close to making par. But it's a very fancy course, obviously, and they have like a helipad landing. And so twice when we were there, because we went to play, and then we, the the women wanted to go to the the gift shop and and buy some stuff from Royal Port Rush and I bought a pullover, and we got gifts and all that stuff. When we were there, That's like fun. huge helicopter, like just comes and lands, and you're like, this is was it Greg Norman? Different life, man. <laughs> this is, is this Patty Harrington? Is this it was just a. State? different different world like guy gets out guys clubs with him ready to go i'm like oh, well clubs with him? yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like well done if you can do it absolutely go for it you look over
2: here, like why didn't i get to arrive that way honey <laughs> yeah, it's like,
0: we walked down that hill
2: yeah but so my honeymoon too no oh, it was very very cool that was honeymoon right what was that the honeymoon or was it just vacation it's just vacation we went with oh, oh, our
0: family summer. to it was yeah, you awesome went somewhere trip. hot in summer hot we went to aruba for yeah. a honeymoon That's which right. was great as well ireland best trip i've been on highly recommend. if you want to go to europe Highly recommend it. I mean, the language barrier is—it's nice to not have it. We went to Italy too, and as awesome as Italy was, it definitely being like being able to speak English makes things a lot easier I in de- Ireland. I definitely want to get out of the country. I've only, I've only been out of You'd the country Ireland. once. I've been—I went to Toronto back in ninety-three,
2: and that was—and that was because when I was went to Detroit, went to a Lions game, went up to to Canada, went to Toronto from there. Uh, that's the one time I've ever been out of the country. Never been to Mexico. Never been. To- I've been to Mexico. I think you'd like. it. I've been very close to Mexico. I was in Arizona once, and I looked over,
0: and I was a block from Mexico. That's cool. Like, there was the I was like, "Well, hey, hey, I, I see you not make a left here."
2: <laughs> that's like there's a
0: place in in uh, in Ireland where you're you're driving around, and like you look over, and they're like, "That's that's Scotland right there," yeah, like across the the sea. Well, that's not
2: if you've ever been to Detroit. Like, if you miss the wrong exit, you're going into Canada. <laughs> like, it's cause there's just a river that separates Detroit from Canada. I guess I don't want to do that. I don't have a passport. That's not good.
0: (laughs) Um, This is actually a question from yesterday that I'm just now seeing because the Texas said a chemo one for third assistant, but he said yesterday, and I want to hear your thoughts. Random.
2: Is he coaching?
0: (laughs) Texas says, would you have, would you rather have won the 2014 national championship knowing that it would be vacated along with the 2013 title or take a guaranteed DJ Wagner commitment right now?
2: I'll take the titles title. Because I can, because I have a, I still have a chance of getting DJ Wagner. I don't, I don't care if it's guaranteed or not. The title's forever, no matter what they vacate, quote unquote exactly. vacate.
0: And one, and I there's think there's no guarantee I win a title with DJ Wagner. Sure, one, I think more and more people are starting to just. Get, like, like, poo-poo the, the 2013 not being the title. Besides rival fans who are always going to, you know, well, I don't see it. It yeah. did, yeah. didn't happen. The one well, on the list. I, I wouldn't expect less from
2: a, a rival fan not to. And they should bring it up. Sure. It's what you do I mean, rival. I, Yeah, I, do I, I would. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. But I, I think most people, even the rival fans, if you, at their core, understand, like, we played the game, we won the title. Yeah. And it would be different, too, if we had gained a competitive advantage from the things that got our banner taken down. There was no, like... Nobody was playing in that game or for us at all that, that season because of what took place. The, the only way that that could have been the case is if these recruits who had been involved in this had come here and killed it for those teams. And the reality is all of the recruits that are laid out in the book, none of them ended up coming to Louisville. Yeah. The, the players who were involved in these parties and getting these impermissible benefits, which are sex acts and you know, seeing boobs, they all were already members of the program. So uh, we well, gained zero, <laughs> yeah, we gained zero competitive advantage from this. It's not like we were paying players to come here and 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 play, and that's why we won a national title, so I think that's silly, but also eventually, and i've said i've said within the next ten years, I feel like it's probably going to be even less than that. The banner's going to go back up the asterisk is going to be taken down, like people are going the vacated records are going to be restored, I think to multiple programs, not just us. And if we had won back-to-back national titles, all of a sudden we go like we're one of the few programs that's won four. Like we separate ourselves, we're right there now with uh, with Kansas. who just maybe, moved ahead
2: maybe, of us. One of only two schools in the last twenty years to win back-to-back.
0: Yeah, we'd be the most recent repeat national yeah. champion. Before which,
2: Florida was was what 92, 90, 91, 92 Duke, wasn't it? And Florida didn't know five oh six oh seven oh eight. Oh seven oh eight. Sorry. Oh six oh seven.
0: We're both wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Duke is the 0-5 yeah,
2: Obviously, was North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Duke was the most recent before then. Yeah. Before that would have been,
2: oh, good lord! You, you have know, to go it, back to the UCLA. You have to go UCLA seventy-three, seventy-four, because they lost. Uh, no, seventy-four, seventy. No, they lost seventy-four because they lost to NC State. So it would have been seventy-two, seventy-three. Did they not win it in seventy-six? No, seventy-five was the last one with uh, wooden. Right, seventy-six was the um, uh, undefeated season for Indiana. Oh, you're right. Last undefeated season. 77 was Marquette. 78 was... Kentucky, right? Kentucky. Yeah, because that, that was the first class to win a NIT and a NCAA championship. Man, yeah. It's
0: been a while. Been a long, long, long time. State and 80 and Louisville. Yeah. So to answer the question, I'll take the title yeah just uh,
2: it, I would say in a short answer, but I don't think we I think we don't have that six minutes ago <laughs>
0: the title <laughs> uh Texas if Norman won the masters, the Augusta leadership shuts down any talk of the Saudi golf league that he's backing. I didn't know Norman was backing that league what
2: uh, what are we talking about huh there's a, a
0: we so remember we I think we talked about this briefly when. Phil Mickelson pulled out of the Masters, and you didn't know.
2: Oh, it's something about. The, it's something to do with Russia and Ukraine, right? No, it's no. the Saudi golf league. Oh yeah, the,
0: basically these high, these rich oh, oil tycoons yeah, yeah, yeah. from Saudi Arabia are trying to launch this this professional golf. Tour that's going to rival the PGA. Yeah, because
2: that. It, yeah, you're right. Because it's the W B is already in line with them right. doing these shows. Yeah. And they're trying
0: to offer like outrageous purchase, like purses, mm-hmm, and just yeah. all this money. And you know, some top players have been like, eh, you know, maybe like blah blah blah. But most have been like, no, that's I'm not going to sell my soul for salty money. And Phil was the one who was like, I get it. Like, uh, I might. And you know, people got upset about it, and he ended up pulling out of the Masters because of it. Um, but I didn't realize that Norman was well, was part of this. Well, I mean, after watching the thirty, are we surprised? I mean, the
2: guy put his name on all the marketing stuff. Of course, he's going to do something for a dollar.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, don't don't hate on. I mean, you can hate on him. I guess if you want, but I mean, still, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Texas gained a competitive advantage, kind of like paying Anthony Davis during a twenty twelve national title run. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. They're going to sue the Chicago. Sometimes, don't worry. <laughs> that lawsuit's coming any day now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Never. Any day now. Haven't they almost somewhat proved that to be somewhat a little bit? Isn't there more? They found like more proof towards that. that well, that money? came
0: out in the what that that recent story that he got. They paid him like during a was it Midnight Madness? They paid the family oh, like, the ten thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, that yeah, shirt money. Shirt money. Yeah. Which look, that's what it was. Was against the rules? Yes, but I'm not gonna throw a fit about that because he deserved the money, like he did. Yeah, his family right. did. Texas. says, "How do you know the? I don't think I can say that the <laughs> blank that Montrez <laughs> busted didn't help him jump higher on that dog. It's a good text." <laughs> It's, a, it's a good, lighter. Just the, the release helped. The, it's a good text. Text says UK compliance staff did as much due diligence on Shade and Sharp. I think this is—is is this KRC or is this for us? it's for us. We'll take it. UK compliance staff did. Oh, no, it's for us. Yeah. UK compliance staff did as much due diligence on Shaden and Sharp's transcripts as they did with the Ashton Higgins money phone situation. <laughs> the money phone. It's been 24 hours now. I think I'm more confused about what's going on with Shaden and Sharp than I was this time yesterday. I no idea other than. It sounds like he's going to the NBA draft. He's going to the NBA draft. What's those confused about? Well, so Kyle Tucker wrote a story. I guess Tucker's been doing some digging, and he wasn't going to play this year, and he's going to the NBA draft. But did you read? I don't know if you read. Well, you don't have an athletic subscription, but Tucker basically wrote this thing saying, like everybody wanted him to play when when it you know, when UK the injuries piled up and the team wasn't playing well in February. Like Shaden Sharp wanted to play, his family wanted to play, John Calipari wanted him to play, the teammates wanted him to play, and it's this. This handler advisor Dwayne Washington, I think, is his name. Who guy from Memphis? Put the no, not Darius. Oh. Put the you're always so close. You're always like half right. Dwayne Washington. I know that name though. We well, was a wide receiver, wasn't he? Maybe. Anyways, he <laughs> put the kibosh on it. He said, "No, you're not doing this." And apparently, this same guy was telling Calipari and telling everybody at UK like he's going kind to of come back next year. He's, he's just, you know, this, that's a guarantee. And in, this, in the next breath was telling people in the NBA, he's definitely going to the draft. And I, who knows? I mean, Maybe this is them trying to create a scapegoat. So people who are already a little bit upset at John Calipari aren't really upset at John Calipari or the kid himself. But also, like when I read that, I get it. Like you know, kids have shady handlers and adults all the time getting in the way of kids. But at the same time, you're 18. If you want to play you can make that decision. You, yeah, you do. Like I you agree. say, to hell with you. My parents want me to play. Everybody else wants me. I want to play. If he really wanted to play, he would have played.
2: I agree. On the other hand, I also kind of see where the handler's coming from. He, he's thinking in his best, in his kid's best interest, and for Sharp's sure. best interest is. Not, I mean, you go out there, I mean, yeah, but you, the lying
0: you, is, is another thing.
2: You could go out there and you know, be you know, be awesome, and then you know, it does help you, but you go out there and you know, get hurt, play poorly, you know, your draft stock plummets. I mean, obviously, this this handler is only thinking about the financial side of his own benefits, but he benefits if Sharp benefits. Uh, I mean, yeah, he should step aside if Sharp wants to play, he wants to play, you can't, you know, he you're right, he's 18, he can make his own decision, but. I mean, he's also like eighteen. You don't make the best decisions sometimes, as well. And I can see—I I get where the hand—I get from for the first time I think, ever in my life, I see it through the handler's
0: eyes. I get it, but I also like—I think the lying is the issue where he's—he's he's leading everybody on. Because if he's not—if—if if you have, because it sounds like he brought Shaden to UK. With zero intention of Shade never playing for UK. I don't think... I, and I, told I, everybody the opposite of what he was telling other people at the exact same time.
2: I, I, When he got there, I had zero intention he would ever play. I
0: didn't either, which is fine, but... I mean, there's no reason for him to play. I mean, because he's already a lottery pick. But be open and honest about it. And their whole thing is... Because c- the, the question no. I would have, and again, I'm following, the, I have a tenuous grasp on how this whole thing played out. But my question would be, like, if you have no intention, why even, like send him to Lexington, and their whole thing was they thought it made it more legitimate that he actually graduated high school and would help with him being eligible for the NBA draft if he enrolled at UK and took classes and did all this stuff. I don't know how that line of thought works, but that's... It 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 won't matter. It's a bizarre situation any way you slice it. There's no no question about it. All I care about as a Louisville fan is that this kid doesn't play for UK because I think he's really good. So as long as he doesn't I'm good. I wouldn't, I won't hold, don't hold your breath. You're a Kentucky
2: fan. He's going to ever play. I don't think any of them are at this point. Yeah. I mean, they're grasping on invisible rules.
0: And I don't think most of them were, I think they're like, everything that I see is they're upset about the way it was handled. Like they, which fine. Like you have a reason to be pissed off.
2: I mean, honestly though, if you, are mean, i UK fan when he got to, I mean, I would still, I mean, I wouldn't have expected him to play. I don't, I mean, I, th- I think you're just, you, you kind of put your bad, poor expectations in your own head that's causing you to get mad about this.
0: Stuff. And I think our guys, uh, Walker and Roush on KRC every morning, seven to nine, right here on the Big X. Yeah. I think that. With Scooter Dingus. I think that they were pretty firm and, and realistic about this. Like, I, I feel like. I would imagine. Even though, I mean, and the comments that were made were brazen. Like, like. Tucker lays them all out. Like every comment Calipari made on his radio show, like every comment that Shaden Sharp made himself, like they're saying, like, definitively, I'm playing next year. Like I absolutely and I think TJ was consistent in saying, like, they can say it as many times as I want as as they want. I'll believe it when I see it, which I think is how I assume most rational Louisville fans would in, have approached in the in same defense, situation. And I'm
2: not shouldn't have maybe defend because it is it was a lot you don't want to come out and say I'm going here not going to play. You're just going to get the fans to boo you probably for the moment. you're going to get people getting mad at you on social media. If you're just basically saying hey, I'm coming here to be on the bench. I'm never I'm not I have no intention of playing for you, even though I'm coming here. You got to at least make them think you're going to play if you're sharp.
0: Yeah, but you don't have to say it. Like again, the comments you, you can lay the out the quotes sharp for
2: lying or if the people believed him <laughs> I mean, sharp for lying I maybe mean, shouldn't believe them do you believe politicians too, their buddies uh, hey i mean again again you? like
0: I, I would urge and you can't do it because you don't have a subscription if you read the quotes it's not just like them being like well we don't know like they are laying it out repeat, like hey believe me with one thousand percent certainty <laughs> Like they're like, I will chop off my arm if I don't play <laughs> for UK next year.
2: I wouldn't have gone that far if I was them, but I, can, I mean, yes, I wouldn't have gone to those extremes.
0: Texas says there are rumors coming out that Greg Norman may, may play in the Open this year. Well, that'd be cool. I would okay. like to see it. Could, could, would he be able? Wasn't it like a senior Open or something? Yeah, I mean, he's uh, once you're, I think, fifty, you can play on the senior tour. Do you have? Do you
2: have to retire at a certain age in golf?
0: No. You can play as long as you want.
2: Well, like you said, Nicholson was. Nichols. Nichols, uh, Jack was, (laughs) was 47 and 86 when he won the last Masters.
0: I think that's 47 or 48, I feel like. Is that the
2: oldest person to win a Masters?
0: Yes, although Tiger was close.
2: It's crazy that I didn't know about the Norman and the way he got so close to him because when I. I mean, I've seen highlights and knew about like him winning that Masters. All you see is like Jack hitting that last putt. Right, or like, him like, from the fairway yeah, doing the, the, the it, jump. Yeah, you don't get any inkling that he had already been done for two holes while Norman was actually having a chance to come back and tie him.
0: Yeah. he, um, Man, now I'm looking up the oldest player to win the Masters. I think it was Tiger was the second. So, yeah, Jack is the oldest still. He was forty six. And Tiger was forty three. There you go. Who is the oldest player to like compete in in like a major golf? Like, tournament? I mean, old old guys compete all the time. Do they do? Okay. Because once you win the you masters, you your
2: fifties and sixties, right? And still be. A,
0: I guess you can the, be ninety. I mean, once you win the masters, I mean, you'll you get, get a lifetime card. exemption.
2: People over underestimate the the, the the amount of walking on a car if you don't have a card. I know how. I've done a walk to golf course. It, that's where the age can be like, oh, maybe you can't be that old to play. Golf. Right,
0: but I mean, you're only doing it for two rounds. But yeah, if you win, you know, if you well, win any major, you get a lifetime exemption for this major. You can play it. Okay. it's why you see, you know, like Sam Sneed was playing like forever. Like you'll still like Jack used to always play in the Masters, even though he was clearly not going to be competitive. But you can always play. This might be a dumb trivia golf question.
2: They mentioned Norman winning all four Grand Slam, doing the Grand Slam in '86, but only end up winning what one, I guess. You mean
0: leading after Saturday in all three, all yeah, four? Yeah, because they talked yeah. about '86 Saturday Slam. He
2: could be the okay. Well, I thought they were talking about winning the Grand Slam, which is, I guess, what the British Open, U.S. Open, PGA Championship, and Masters. Mm-hmm. Look at me! Come on, give me, give, nailed give, it! Give, give me a high five when to the class, drilled Come it. Come boom! boom. Uh, last person to do that though, was it Tiger? Tiger never did it. Tiger, who was the last one? Tiger did the Tiger Slam. Can I take a guess and say, like a Bobby Jones was the last one actually? Did it's it? been something like that. I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the other guy in, in the Legend of Bagger Vance. It was Bobby Jones and uh, some. spin something I think.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the I don't know about doing it in there. Only only five players have done it like in, in what, a calendar year. No, no, no. Only five players have ever done it. Period have oh, all wow. Four.
2: Has anyone ever done it in a calendar year?
0: <sighs> it, it, like if it has happened, it was. Like Bobby Jones, that's what I was the name I threw out. Yeah, because Tiger did the Tiger Slam, where he won four straight, but they were over two different calendar years. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he won, I think he ended one year by winning the U.S. Open and the PGA, and then he started the next year by winning the Masters and the British Open. Like that, that was, and that's insane. Like that doesn't happen. Impressive, yeah. Um, Let me see
2: here. I thought this was going to be like an obvious golf trivia question. Like he was. Like who's the only two players to win Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same season in basketball? NBA. Uh, only
0: Bobby Jones ever completed a true grand slot. Oh
2: wow! I hey, that and the '86 Masters were with Jack. My only two trivia questions I'll ever get right in golf. Yeah,
0: there you go. He. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. And it actually like the the term didn't even exist until he did it, which was he did it in 1930, and. And it, w- oh, it hasn't been done in almost 198 years? Well, and at that time, the tournaments were different. It was the Open Championship, the U.S. Open, the U.S. Amateur, and the British Amateur. Like, there wasn't even a Masters back then. So, uh, if you want to look at it, like, the current, really? the modern, four majors, four whatever, like, nobody's ever done it.
2: Hold on, the Masters, with all tradition,
0: wasn't even around 1930? When the, did it start? The 40s? You always have these questions that I just, I don't...
2: I thought these were questions I thought you would know. The first Masters was
0: 1934. Okay. I always thought it
2: was older than that, being with all it's talked about with the tradition. I thought it went back in like the late, maybe
0: 1800s. You thought wrong. Well, clearly so. First Masters. Uh, Texas (laughs) just got home from work, sitting in my undies and cracking open a beer. Cheers to Trev and Mike. Yeah,
2: buddy. Cheers to you. We'll be there with you. Well, not in the room with you, unless you want us to. You'll be in your underwear soon. Yeah, we'll be there soon, buddy. You will. I will, yeah.
0: Texas says, you talking about the banner eventually going back up makes me think of the end of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. A picture of Mark Emmert falls off the wall and breaks. Then the people of Sombertown replace it with the 2013 banner. Santa Claus? Huh? Hmm? With, with Tim Allen? No, that's not. That's the Santa Claus. This is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Trevor, if you don't know like, <laughs> what we were talking about, maybe just, just – you don't have to bring it up. You don't have to say it. I have a curious mind. <sighs> I'm like George. Texas says, tell Trevor that Bobby Jones went to Oak Hill Academy in Texas. <laughs>
2: That's
0: not Texas you can suck it. <laughs> I have said this before. I will say it again. When the banner is eventually restored, we need to be as obnoxious as possible about it. Make it 15 times as big as yeah. the other banners at the Yum Center. Make the floor logo for that season just the 2013 championship banner. Put the banner on the jerseys. Everything we do that season is 2013 banners back. Suck it in your face. Middle fingers up. Go to hell forever. Oh yeah, even the seats. Like like just you stand, little twenty thirteen. Yeah,
2: people, you know, they, they hold up the little the, the pictures, and it makes you know something. Yeah. Have all the seats just spray painted. So when everybody stands up, you'll just see like little bits of the banner, or when it's, the lower bowl is empty, you'll see the little banner there or something. Every player's number yeah. is twenty
0: thirteen. <laughs> I don't care if we get technicals for it. Every game, we're doing it. That's everyone's name, the yeah, twenty thirteen, and then it just says like champion up right above it. Everyone's first name, national last name, champion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sa- I'm not even joking about this. I am bru- I am being completely honest. We do it for one season, rub everybody's face in it, and then we go back to normal after that.
2: Oh, just, just does, he just sounds like a Smurf. Dude. So every, so every word he says, national champion, two thousand thirteen.
0: National champ with the 2013 national champ shot. It's a national champ. Every opponent we refer to (laughs) as Michigan (laughs) on the scoreboard. (laughs) Why not? Just suck it. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, let's get to the football news that I, I teased and we didn't get to that segment. Uh, people have talked about it. Texture brings up something that we're going to get to. It will lead us right into that discussion. So we'll do that after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X.
2: Had of make you, choke. you can't provoke. You can't cope. You should have broke because I ain't no joke. Go, go, go.
0: Turn my mic on. I was getting into you, it. You, Trevor, for set the scene, is dancing so much that he refused to turn my mic on. It's <laughs> a good song. Are you ready for a shout-out?
2: Oh, yeah. Let me turn it on the jet.
0: Thank you. Classic jam of 1986. Oh, crush on you, baby. Shout-out. Louisville Men's Tennis Team. Oh, always. Number 23 in the country, nationally ranked. Cool. Participating in the ACC tournament today, they advanced to the semifinals with a win over Clemson. And if, if you saw the cards celebrating on the court, look, that wasn't, we do that every match. We meet at the, we meet at the net. Meet at the net. <laughs> it's tradition. It's not about you, Clemson. It's about the net. So, suck it. <laughs> uh, they will take on top seeded Virginia tomorrow. They are the four seed in the ACC tournament. Props to the men's tennis team. They've had a, a fantastic season. You got to show some love to all the sports here. We, cover, oh, yeah. we, we love all the Louisville teams. We show love when love is deserved. Men's yeah. baseball, by the way. I said men's baseball. Baseball. <laughs> no no reason to say men's baseball. The gentleman cards of the baseball team. The Cardinal 9. The Cardinal 9 are taking on NC State for a three-game set that starts tonight. It's bad Big, news for the Wolfpack. Bad news for the Wolfpack. It's another nationally ranked series. Louisville, I, I love that we do the thing where we just take whatever poll has the highest ranked. i mean why wouldn't you yeah of course there's like nine so we are the number 11 team in the country because that's the highest ranking that we have taking on the number 23 ranked nc state team and this is a big 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 series as far as the race for the atlantic division crown is concerned uh these two teams at the top of those standings louisville nine and six in conference play nc state is 10 and seven uh we are one and two right behind those two teams wake forest and florida state are both 10 and 8 so louisville's got one series uh, they've played one fewer series than those teams they'll have to make that up but you need to at least take two out of three
2: yeah i'm feeling confident um I think things are going, starting to go well for my baseball loves. I mean, the Blue Jays just won a series with the Red Sox, took to that three in that one. Their second straight series win, uh, again, as well as against the A's, before I was splitting against the Yankees. And now the the Cardinals, the Cardinal 9, are going to do the same. Going I only win.
0: follow college baseball.
2: <laughs> y'all, I don't follow Got Y'all didn't play baseball. a straight, did you?
0: No. Bats are going for three straight. I follow AAA, I, too. I did see that,
2: yeah. They, 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 uh, they go on the air again tonight at uh, pregame 635, 7, 705
0: uh, uh, first pitch. Texas, we have to talk about the Castellanos Chris Rose interview. No, we don't. I'm not doing it. I can't. I, I'm not in the headspace to be able to talk about you these Reds. A different interview? He was on today. Mm. Basically, he was like, Chris Rose, is that the guy used to be on with John Sally? And I don't know. The All best know damn this, sports show ever. I think it was. No called. idea. Okay. But he, he was like, I feel sorry for Reds fans. And Castellanos was like, Me too.
2: <laughs> Wait, we Castellanos said that?
0: Yeah. I mean, has made no bones about it. He's like, I love Cincinnati. I love the Reds. It'd be cool if they had an ownership that tried. I guess what he straight up said at the airport, his first interview with the, with the, the Phillies. Has Votto been quiet over this?
2: I mean, he's the one I would think that would be the more, as much frustrated
0: as anyone. I'm ready to trade Votto to a team that can compete. I'm all right, a- let's talk about the football thing before people get mad because they're already getting it's mad. mad. Um, the text that spawned this was, I'm sad today. I live in Alabama, and listening to the local radio today, all these hosts are extremely excited about Tyler Harrell which if they you didn't hear this be. tyler harrell entered, entered the transfer portal well here's how this went yeah here's a timeline for you we heard i think three weeks ago i think it was three weeks ago today was that yeah, friday it was on a friday i remember yeah. we were at the og studios yep, yep. and yeah you know, i'd heard i wasn't going to bring it up unless somebody asked about it people asked about it have you heard these murmurings i brought it up too yeah. and yeah like if the news had gotten to us then it's Pretty substantial that Alabama has reached out to Tyler Harrell in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form, which is against the rules. He was not in the transfer portal at that time, and they want him. And Alabama, people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't use tampering. You don't know what you're talking about. He's you know, he, There's no evidence that he's been contacted by us. He's not even in the portal. He might just stay at Louisville. Well, four days later, Tyler Harrell in the transfer portal. Five days after that, Tyler Harrell is going to visit Alabama. Today, Tyler Harrell has committed to Alabama. You can connect. It's nice of him not to commit the day he entered the portal. I mean, uh, at least, yeah. At least, at least, at least he tried to make it
2: seem like it was innocent.
0: You cannot have hands and connect these dots. It's not hard to do. It's it's easy to see exactly what transpired here. And like we said, when it was first out there that that he had entered the transfer portal, which I think happened during the show one day. It sucks. He's very clearly a talent that I think deserved probably more love last year, more attention last year. He's one of the fastest players in all of college football. That's why you get targeted by a school like Alabama mm-hmm. and with Jordan Watkins leaving with Justin Marshall leaving with uh, a couple of other guys, you know, losing them to just graduation. Tyler Harrell was set to be kind of the guy for this team next year at the wide receiver position. He was going to be the next Tutu Atwell, at well. And I think there were plans to use him in that, that fashion. And now he's going down to Tuscaloosa and it, you can't blame him, I guess. I mean, Bama's Bama, who knows what they were offering and who knows what the NIL deal was or the, the pay for play deal was. But at the same time, it just, it feels crappy is the word that I can use on air for them to have done this and and for this to to be the way that it works. But like, this is, it's a brave new world out there. And the biggest and the best are going to continue to do stuff like this. I'm sure, like, I think everybody is tampering to some degree, but this is just a very, very blatant case of it. Um, I'd say best of luck to him, but I (laughs) kind of don't, I want him to be just an okay player down there. Well, I mean,
2: Alabama is also banking on think, because he was he's he's been riding like Tutu. He's very raw. I mean, you there were times where he probably dropped more passes than you would like to seen him do, but he was still open. Mm-hmm. And but the potential is there, and that's why it stings so much for Louisville fans. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, among many other things, yeah, I kind of part of me hopes that potential never hit. He's still just kind of he just he's the speed guy. He's Orlando Jones from the replacements. I mean, he's you know he dropping the Twinkie on on a shoplifter. He's And you know what, Alabama? You can take your elephant trunk and shove it where the sun don't shine. Hey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the other. And fried peanuts suck. I'm not a big fried boiled peanuts fan. Is it boiled out? Yeah, it's okay. Whatever <laughs> I mean, your fried peanuts, I would guess would be delicious.
2: I'll forget. I just remember going. I everywhere. Mean, you can't go into a gas station once you hit that border of Alabama without seeing boiled, boiled peanuts. Yeah, they're a big everywhere. deal everywhere. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about more positive news, which is the recruitment of DeAndre Moore, another kid from California, Los Alamitos High School Ooh, nice to be exact. Man. He is the number 55 overall player in the 2023 class. He is ranked as the number five wide receiver in the class. He is, and he's a he's a big deal. He'd be yeah. the highest-rated uh, receiver to ever commit to Louisville. Uh, he'd be one of the highest players to ever sign with Louisville. And it, for a long time, it has been, well, for a while there, it was he's going to go to Oklahoma. And then that changed when when Lincoln Riley left. And after that point, it was just kind of considered to be a done deal that he was going to go to USC. He's gonna, Sounds
2: logical. Yeah, he's a he's California gonna, kid. California yeah. kid.
0: He was committed to Oklahoma. He's just going. Well, he was about committed to Oklahoma. He's just going to follow him to USC. He does, by the way, have an Alabama offer. But Boo. well, suck it because he's not on. Alabama's not on his final list. Good, he's got good taste. He's down to four schools now. USC still considered by many to be the favorite. Rightfully so. Texas, Oregon, and Louisville.
2: Hmm. Not an interesting. I like being in the group. So he, you'll like this even is more. He in Southern California. Is he from, or is he in Northern California? <laughs> you don't. Okay. I'm sorry. Does it matter? Well, if he's from
0: you from Southern Cal. He's, he's in their backyard maybe, yeah. He's, he's from Southern Cal and he was formerly committed to their current head coach. So that's <laughs> I just told you that they're considered to be the favorite. Doesn't matter what part of California he's from. You're <clears throat> mad you don't know. No, I just I just want to continue to the, the pertinent part of the story. He talked with 24/7 Sports, the Greg Biggins who covers the sport nationally, um is kind of an Oregon guy. Oregon still feels like they have a shot here. <clears throat> But USC is definitely the favorite. He talked about all four schools on his list. Here's what he said about Louisville. I visited Louisville back in January, and I loved it there. I loved the vibe and the overall family atmosphere. I mean, every school always talks about the family atmosphere, atmosphere, but at Louisville, you can see it and feel it. I love the coaching staff, and I have a special relationship with Pete Nocta. He's a great guy and told me some stories about some of the things that he went through and how everyone at Louisville all rallied around him. I haven't locked in any visit dates yet, but I'll probably trip to Louisville on June 17th. That's when all my Cali boys will be visiting, and having them already committed definitely plays a big factor for me. I like Sounds the sound positive. That. Once again, Pierce Clarkson and the Cali to the Ville movement potentially helping us out here. Now, here's what he said about USC. I'll be at the USC spring game Saturday and always have a great time when I'm on campus. I'm assuming he's close to campus. There you go. If you just Thank waited, you. you would have found your answer. Uh, yeah. My connection with the USC coaches is very strong, and I have the exact same feeling about SC as I did with Oklahoma when I committed there. Coach Riley and Coach Simmons are my guys, and a big reason why I committed to OU. God, I cannot talk. you be okay. I know. And now they're at USC. I already had a lot of love for USC, and they were one of my finalists when I first committed. I love it out here and love all the opportunity playing in a big media market like USC Ooh. provides.
2: I'm not feeling <clears throat> I To be honest with you, I'm not – Overly. Hold on,
0: okay. let me finish. Last line. It's the best of both worlds for me in terms of having a great staff, a great offensive scheme, playing in a great area with great players around me.
2: I mean, that didn't help my feeling. <laughs> oh, I, just, I, I just wanted to finish the quote. I thought I was going to get like a last line that says, "But." No, I just it, wanted to finish. It smells like trash. Here's how we. Here's how this, this, this.
0: This. This is the way it should work. I finish the statement, then you share your thoughts. Yeah, but sometimes I forget him. I know you do. I know you do. Uh, I'm
2: not. I, I like the quote about Louisville, but here, here's the, where my mind automatically goes: If Lincoln Riley was willing to make a kid want to go to Oklahoma, I think it's going to be hard to convince him now that he can't get him to come to South Carolina. The Southern Cal with him.
0: I think the biggest factor that we, well, really the only factor that would lead him to Louisville is what he said in the last line of his quote about Louisville, which is, his boys are going there. Yeah, And he says, like, straight up, like, that. Play, that's a big factor for me. If yes. we're able to – I mean, it's been – don't get me wrong. like It's already an incredible class. And beating out programs like Oregon for Pierce Clarkson, um, I mean, Bama and Auburn and Georgia and LSU for Aaron Williams, like, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. This would almost be more impressive than all of that because it's a kid from Cali who was committed to USC's current coach when he was at Oklahoma – who everybody just assumed was going to follow him to USC it's USC for God's sake. Like the, the program speaks for itself. It's an offense. It's a wide receiver. USC is attractive for a million different reasons Mm -hmm. to be able to pull him from that program with all of that being on USC side, I think would make this maybe the most important, impressive, I guess is the better word commit from this 2023 class. If it does happen, I, I mean, how badly do you want to play with Pierce Clarkson? I think is the is the question here. If if that's your boy, if that's the the quarterback that you love playing with seven on seven in the summer, playing with it at these camps, how badly do you want to be that connection in college? Come I, here and make it happen.
2: I mean, I pushed that along with you're going to play right away here and not there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's I mean you, you've got to pull that card, and that's the truth because I mean for sure. I mean he's the what you said the fifth rated wide receiver. Well, fifth rated
0: wide receiver. I'd be
2: willing to put money that USC's also got on the list of the top four guys ahead of him. Uh, I mean, because um, Oklahoma was bringing in receivers. They had one. That, I think some of the better receivers coming into that class before Lincoln left.
0: The number one wide receiver in that class is already committed to USC. Who's that? Hazelwood or something like that? It's the curious, uh, Zachariah Branch from okay. Bishop Gorman in Vegas. And the number three player is considered to be a heavy lean to USC. Yeah. formerly another player who was committed to Oklahoma when Lincoln Riley was there and now is considered to be a 91 percent crystal ball projection of him going to USC there you go what was his name I didn't use uh the, the Brandon Ennis oh, okay. from Florida so yeah so these, right there case in point yeah I
2: mean now some players that doesn't matter I mean if that did Ohio State wouldn't get nine awesome wide receiver it wouldn't be Ohio State wouldn't have lost you know Jameson to Alabama because the two guys ahead of them were, were top 10 picks in this year's upcoming draft. And right, but, and but that's our pitch. That's what we're – exactly. That combined – the fact we – can, and, and I know you can use that pitch, and that's something Kentucky fans used heavily in, in, their, in their, where they're at today. With success. With success in different areas. But combine that with, yes, the Cali kids, that does give me a little more hope. I'm not 100% confident, but I do have a slight hope. You know, Lloyd Christmas, you're telling me there's a chance because of that.
0: Right. I mean, that that's what you hold on to if you're looking to have – reason for optimism in this recruitment is one, I mean, these other kids had all the same options on the table. They could have gone to bigger and better schools, but they chose to see this as like a movement. We're taking over this program in Kentucky going from Cali. And if you go to USC as a receiver, you're another dude and you're probably on the sidelines for a couple of years waiting for your chance. If you come here, one, you're going to get more NIL money because you are the guy. And two, you're going to be, on the field right away, maybe playing with Pierce Clarkson and these other kids that you are, are have have played with in California, growing up for years and years and years. I would hope schools aren't using the. Why would you go to Louisville receiver? Every receiver
2: they get just bouncing on them anyway.
0: Everybody's bouncing everywhere. That's, That's true. It's not just us. We
2: did lose like basically our top what, three receivers, so yeah, <laughs> all the transfers.
0: <laughs> well, top two.
2: Well, who had been the third was well, who was our third receiver last year? I guess well, Ford, I guess technically maybe, but yeah, it, it's we really didn't have a third receiver to be honest with you last year. It's not great. It really was just a two man group with with with, with Harold and and Watkins. I mean, I know Marshall caught a few passes
0: who transferred, but I mean, our, our third receiver might have
2: had what fifteen catches.
0: Our third receiver was was uh it was Harold last year. Oh, he was, and I the think third. he had like eighteen. Yeah, like, he didn't
2: have like he, he had a. couple. A few drops. If he had 18 catches, he'd probably had about 10 drops. Set the
0: record for yards per reception though. I mean, he you know,
2: I mean there's it's probably there. He could have had a few more. I'm saying the potential is there. You you there's no reason why if you're an Alabama fan that you have no reason to be excited about him coming in, especially with the fact they lost both their speed guys and Jameson and Meshy.
0: Yeah, I mean, sure, they have the, other
2: guys on the bench that are exactly good, good. but yeah. This is the way it's
0: going to be though. I mean, you're going to even at a program like Louisville Which is, again, we're not tier one, but we're a power conference program with a decent degree of success over the last 20 years or so. If you have a player who looks like they have the potential to become a superstar and a program like in Alabama, LSU, Georgia wants that kid. They may go after him and you may lose him. Like we we see it in basketball now with the mid majors. If you have a fantastic season, like that's awesome. We love that this kid is the Mac player of the year and he averaged twenty one points per game. But in the next breath, like we're terrified that he's going to go ahead and transfer to a power conference program and play under a you know bigger spotlight. Like that's just it's the way the sport's going to work. It's it's a new age and everybody's going to have to adjust to it.
2: I can tell you with confidence in the last forty one years, we've had twice as many quarterbacks drafted in the first round as Alabama has. And they've been better
0: in the pros. So suck it, Bam. Yeah.
2: They've only, had, they've only had two since 1979. Teddy's better than Tua. He's going to show you this year. One of them was going to go to Kentucky. He was. <laughs> um, the other's guy is Richard Todd. <laughs> who? <laughs> Dick he, Todd? Richard Todd, yeah. That was his name. He Jets took him in 79, first round to be NamUs replacement. All
0: right. Well. Um, didn't pan out. If you have thoughts on this, hit us up, Thornton Tax Line, 502-414-1450. we got to take a break, but hour number three is on the way next. We'll react to this news. Uh, we'll get your thoughts, and we'll talk other nonsense coming up here in Yay. hour number three. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Friday to you. Happy Thunder Weekend. Derby Festival is here. We're celebrating all weekend, and we're celebrating for the next hour. Coming up after the break. Hour on a Friday. I hope you're listening to this outside and you're drinking. That's, that's the proper setting for this next hour.
2: <laughs> I don't think you guys do this at Time Social Club song rumors.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's, that was the, the thought that was in my mind right there. Or maybe you're driving from home or driving from work to home. Hopefully, you're not driving then drinking then. God, I can't talk. What is going on? What is happening? We're you're off to been, a terrible you're start. A rough time. Start it over. Start it over. Five o'clock hour. Happy Friday to you. Hope your fri- weekend is God bless. Hope your weekend is off to a fantastic start. It's time to start drinking. Maybe I already have. <laughs> Who knows? Uh we're gonna take text yeah, this you hour. Keep getting it and pouring in that coffee cup. A little, yeah, little, little. Is there a little
2: Irish kick to that uh, coffee there? And this week
0: needs to end. I, I,
2: I... When I worked at the when I used to work at the golf club, the uh one of the the, the groundskeeper guys, he'd always come in and get in the morning to get a coffee and be like Little, little Irish kick to that Mr. Kelsey. I'm like, ah, oh, sure, buddy. Why not? Yeah, he got fired
0: eventually. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> sounds about right. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton-Sykes line. If you want to jump in uh, this hour with any of your thoughts, we spent last hour talking a little football at the end. Uh, mentioned Tyler Harrell. In news that shocks nobody around here has committed to Alabama, we mentioned DeAndre Moore, the L wide receiver recruit who made some comments about the final four schools on his list today. It seems like it's maybe a battle between Louisville and USC, which is uh, exciting. We got excited about that. Um, we've talked Greg Norman
2: talked a lot of golf. Would you have guessed we would ever talk this much golf on a show with me?
0: No, but you all, the, the only way that I would have guessed it would have been, it wouldn't have been like, oh my god, we had a crazy Masters and we got to react to it on Monday. Yeah. It, it would have been that Trevor watched something golf related on TV. And that's exactly what happened. You watched the Greg Norman 30 for 30, which was very good. I watched it earlier this week. Yeah, I And we discussed it. it a little bit. I
2: wonder if there's another, what would the golf 30 for 30 be good enough to entice me? It won't be Tiger, because I've, I've, I've lived through the whole Tiger thing. I've never no really desired to Watch a documentary on Tiger. I know Tiger, like I, I watched it firsthand happen. So probably wouldn't be that.
0: You would. I think you would enjoy the I, Jean, uh, Jean Van documentary on his collapse at the British Open. I don't
2: Are know, you familiar
0: with this? Where he like you know? No, I have no idea. In fact, completely I, collapsed. Like went in the water. Pulled like like he just, just I total if he unraveling. The name up. I mean, no. Like you you would that that would be something that I think would pull you in.
2: I could see a good. I don't know if I'd do a Ken Burns version because that might be a little too boring for me, but. I would I would go for a good documentary on said like the masters the history of it and tradition or like I think we've talked about the break you looked up the oldest golf tournament which was the British Open. Yeah. Oh. I could I I could probably go if it's done well I could do that like a, a following the history of of the said tournament. I could I could see getting into one of those. Yeah. Maybe as long as it's like only 2 hours. I can't do more than 2 hours.
0: No, it would be that would be it'd be pre-planned. Think so for you especially. There's not like good stories so There would be, but like especially you don't like golf that much. That's true. I think it'd be tough.
2: That yeah, might be right.
0: I think this was probably the limit of wait, no you, it, John, Daly. John Daly. Exactly.
2: Yes, we just, we,
0: we <laughs> thought the same thing at <laughs> the same, same time. Same
2: time. How have they not done a thirty for thirty on John Daly?
0: They have. Oh, they did. It was good. It was like uh, th- three, four years ago. I have to go back and watch that. Then. I think it was like hit it, hit it long, hit it far, hit it hard, something okay. like that. I mean, I don't even know why we're calling. I hit it hard, more, man. <laughs> We also didn't we didn't bring up I think we're the only radio show in America that didn't bring up the the John Daly the second Hooters uh NIL deal. Oh no. I mean it's this is
2: it, it aggravated me when I saw that cuz I mean I'm like, you know, I'm I'm your kid too, Pops. You know, and you can send me something. I mean.
0: It was only notable cuz I mean people are like, well, he's not even that good on the Arkansas team. Of course he's not. Like it doesn't matter. Like he's John Daly's Arkansas, kid. Arkansas, like
2: the 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 Alabama of golf. Like why do I always hear when I you
0: No, but it's where Daly played.
2: Okay. But I just, I don't know why for some reason, like when you, I hear the names, Georgia, Arkansas, and like in Houston, like constantly when I hear like golfers that went to college that are, that are good. Those are like three schools. I, I think I, Georgia's
0: that. big. Bama's big. I exactly. mean, that's where Justin Thomas went. Okay. Um, I, I know Florida state used to be big. I mean, I'm assuming just, you know, down
2: in the deep South, South in general. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're going to have good golf because you can play it regularly and so
0: much. The only reason I think that the Hooters NIL deal thing was notable, at least to me, was the quote that John Daly II gave, which was, I've seen my father's great relationship with Hooters over the years, and I am proud to continue my family's association with this icon- <laughs> iconic brand. <laughs> so I'm actually, it's funny that this comes up today. I'm wearing this AGGA hat today. I have no idea what that stood for. American Junior Golf Association. Oh,
2: I thought it was an eye chart.
0: They it was, it's not they hosted a it, Justin Thomas out at Harmony Landing. that was his course growing up I think his dad's the, still the club pro out there Hold they it. hosted this Junior Golf Association event like people came from all over the, the country to play in it and they had the day before I guess the tournament started they had like a scramble and a buddy of mine had a team together and invited me to play which was nice and we got paired actually with a shout out to my guy the Big Tuna who won a state championship at Trinity Big tuna. this year but John Daly's kid was playing in this tournament And so you're like, everybody wants to catch a glimpse of him. And it is cool, but he, I think there was like 42 golfers and he finished like 31st or something. Like he's not, he's not the, he's not going to be his dad unless something changes significantly. And he played at, he played at Arkansas and he's not. Didn't drink enough. Yeah. He's not like a, like he's not one of the, in their four man rotation. I think the first time he played, he shot like 84 in the first round. So he's, he's got a ways to go.
2: Well, the fact he's already being acknowledged at a collegiate level tells you he's not his dad. His dad came out of nowhere, remember? Yeah, pretty much. Just, I mean, he just came off the, the driving range with a cigarette in his mouth and a but beer. But he his... still was like a bigger deal at Arkansas. Like he was playing.
0: Oh, did John Daly Senior play at Arkansas?
2: Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, I, did, I know you said Junior was going there, but I didn't realize you mentioned Senior. That's player. what I
0: meant when you said well, like, why Oh, I thought oh, okay. Big Well, his dad played. there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There you go. By the way, just
2: and I, don't, I know I've mentioned this before, but not to brag, John Daly follows me on Twitter. That's pretty awesome. I mean, that's...
0: That's I, a good one to yeah. have.
2: I mean, I don't have very many good ones. Trust me. Like, you There's been... Off the break, you're like, so. still so follows me, and I'm like,
0: damn you. I uh, just checked. John Daly follows me as well. Oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> he follows 128,000 people. Oh, crap.
2: Now my highlighter went under the desk. I can't reach it. <laughs>
0: Trevor threw the highlighter at me through the glass. It bounced back and went underneath the desk. <laughs> I just checked. I was like, I was like, I wonder how many people he follows. If it's like he follows everybody, I'm like, oh, oh he, he follows me. He does. He's,
2: yeah, he's, I don't even know why, because I never followed him. That's what baffled me. I don't follow I, him either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you follow him? I follow him now, though. I. Think. I don't. No. I don't even know if it's. I mean, I, I, he's got a blue check mark, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but I just don't know if it's really. I mean, the odds of him actually running that account are probably. Very, oh no! Very, yeah. <laughs>
0: I hate to say like spoiler alert because I think most people are aware of this. But the vast, vast, vast oh, majority yeah. of these blue check accounts, like, hey, Kenny Payne's not tweeting from that account. I think the I don't know only if you guys t- knew this.
2: The only time you can confirm a blue check is actually being
0: tweeted by the person it's named under is when they say something stupid or when they say like they sign their name after the the tweet, which oh. I think is always a good philosophy. <laughs> like from, Kenny Payne. I do that from, I send
2: texts on the text machine. You do. You don't. You texted somebody yesterday with no, they think it might be for me. I don't know. Well,
0: but it was specifically to me. It was right at the end of the show. And you're cursing on it, too. I was cursing on it. <laughs> I
2: was like,
0: Dude, Hey, I hold it in. Slow down. I hold it in for three hours here. I need it like right when six o'clock hits, I need that, that release. <laughs> I got to get the F-bombs out.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll sometimes sit in the garden to do some the text replies. I did it yesterday as well.
0: Texas says, Hooters just gave all of its former Hooters tour budget to the Daily family. Daly parks his RV at Hooters across from Augusta every Masters week to party and sell stuff. I did see that this year where That's it's hilarious. like, come here and meet John Daly during Masters week at the Hooters across from Augusta.
2: Is it, am I wrong to say Hooters is overrated?
0: I mean, no. You can say whatever you want.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad I finally got permission. Now, now, can I take the blanket home outside? No. Oh crap. Well, too flew. A line has been drawn. I flew too close to the sun on that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just. I don't. I mean, I'm not just saying. I mean, obviously, the atmosphere is what it is. But I mean, the food. People always like. I don't, know if, I don't know if people do this to me. like They're trying to like convince me they read the articles in a Playboy or not, but they're like, man, I go to Hooters because of the food. The food's really good. I'm like, okay.
0: I don't hate the wings. I mean, but I, I think the food's not I me. Mean, it's, it's fine. Yeah,
2: it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah.
0: We used to go there after football games in high school, and I like the wings. It was good. I mean, can you really script wings, though? I mean, Yeah, of you course can, you can. can. There are places that have terrible wings. <laughs> okay. uh, Texas says, oh, here we go. Currently on my way to a bachelor party in Cincy. Fully prepared to have an experience just like yours. We're going to the Reds game tomorrow. Well, I've been to two, including my own. So I'm not sure which experience you're talking about. Both went off the rails for very different reasons.
2: Unless you're a fan of the team the Reds is playing, why would you want it to make, a, make it a depressing bachelor party? I mean, it's going to be depressed enough when he gets
0: married. I went the, the game that we went to for mine, we had a lot of fun. It was great. Did they win? No.
2: <laughs> you had to think about it, too.
0: No. The well, the other game we went to, they also didn't win. But the first one, the 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 disaster bachelor party that I went to with a, again, like it was the crew was bad. I knew what I was getting into at a time.
2: One of them has the drunken story with the guy, one of your buddies in the
0: stands, right? It wasn't my. I would never met this guy before. Have not <laughs> seen him since. Don't care to see him. But since. he was
2: part of the group, right? Yeah, the guy yeah.
0: who thought Carson Palmer was sitting in front of us at a yeah. <laughs> Reds Pirates game on the second to last day of the regular season, with both teams in like fighting for last place. Carson Palmer. We've been sitting there for like two uh, hours.
2: I thought I was drunk when I thought Ron Harper was a drummer
0: at a, a hole in the wall bar in New Orleans. <laughs> it should not surprise you that that guy got us kicked out of the game, and then another bar later that night so that was bad um but the game i went to we had a lot of fun we also got thrown out of a bar that night for my friends got into some (laughs) some of my friends got into a fight now see this sounds like a fun bachelor party you get thrown out of
2: bars that's okay
0: i still don't to this day i don't really know what happened i'm sitting like Uh one of the the high top tables with a couple of my buddies and one of them just looks up and goes Go. Ryan's about to get beat up. <laughs> and then all I see is like a mob of people like just storming. And then my friends getting like shoved out, like three of them. And Ryan's the Carson Palmer guy. No, no, no. This was, again, this was my bachelor party. Okay. That guy, I couldn't tell you his name. He we'll not, never see him again. Did he get
2: invited to the bachelor party? Did not make the cut. No, oh, man. Did not make the cut. He's invited to mine.
0: We went to Jeff Ruby's that night from my, on my bachelor party. And the Reds had played the Phillies that night. Okay. And so sitting like directly behind us was Aroldis Chapman, Ryan Howard, and i oh man was it like jimmy rollins or somebody it was it was crazy but aroldis like pulled his lambo up just like right to the front just like left it there right in front of jeff ruby's somehow that doesn't surprise it walked me in. i'm like damn what a bad i'm like yeah we don't <laughs> we did not get here the same way but it was fun you didn't have you didn't pull up in a lambo no did not we walked uh, from our hotel i think it was was what happened <laughs> but it was fun so have a have a great time Oh, this texture says none of us are reds fans you'll have an even better time i promise <laughs> yeah. you will enjoy the game <laughs> 10 the times more tonight. um God, who they are? Who? I know they're,
2: I know they were off yesterday.
0: They're back home. I know that um, um, Hunter Green's pitching because he made a plea. He's like, he basically was like, <laughs> the the Reds basically went to him. They're like, you're the one guy that people are excited oh, you're about playing the Cardinals. We, okay, I oh, the not Oh, is on the mound for the Cardinals. But the the Reds, you could tell they went to him. They're like, you're the one guy that people are excited about. You're pitching Friday night game. Please implore people to make it out to the ballpark because if you don't, there's going to be like 4,000 people there. Oh, you're going to have an Oakland A's Coliseum game? It's our. It's trending that way. Ooh, that's
2: not good because at least, no disrespect to the people of Oakland, but they're bandwagon fans anyway. Like Cincinnati is like real baseball fans. And if you're, you're to the point where you're making your real baseball fans come in that low in numbers,
0: that's, that's got to be telling. Can Trevor come on your bachelor party? Text her.
2: Yeah, what time do I got to be there? Bring him up there. I mean, are we heading up there now? Can I get a ticket? You can make it. I mean, yeah, I leave here at 6 o'clock. I'll be there by... If I left here at 625, I could be there by 8 o'clock. A little little under. It only takes less than like an hour and 30 minutes to get
0: to Cincinnati. I went to Cincinnati for my bachelor party and planned to go to a Reds game, but it got rained out. Ooh, that would suck. At least they didn't lose. Hmm. Yeah. Way to be positive. Uh, technically, Oh, the the guy who's going up to, uh, to Cincinnati for the bachelor party is Ethan Sprouse from the Villains, who's been on the show before oh, in okay. studio. Ethan. Um, Wait a
2: minute. He's young. Why is he going to? Who's getting married? Dude, no.
0: I feel like there's always that every most people have that like that friend or a couple friends that get married like in their early twenties, and the first one's always exciting though. The first one's always – because you haven't been to a wedding as like it's your friend. Like you've been to weddings where it's been like maybe. The sibling of a friend or a relative or, you know, you're, just, you're a kid at a wedding. And this is your first time to really, like, you're part of the the focal group. Like, you're, you're going to have the most fun. And those are always a blast. I miss those early 20s weddings. I mean, I used to just get blackout, belligerent
2: drunk. No, I mean, yeah. I could, I, I could, My stories may be safer podcasts. You'll have
0: a great time, Ethan. Uh, he he says, time. Trevor, you can come as long as you don't bring Arby's. <laughs> that's, wow. a, that's a deal breaker for him. <laughs>
2: There was more of a deal. There was actually a bigger deal breaker, but Arby's, can I get Arby's afterwards? No. That's out. I don't have Skyline Chili. I'm good.
0: Texas said, did you hear Rutherford on the radio today hoping that everybody was drinking while driving home and listening to his show? <laughs> Put
2: it on the message board. I saw it right there on the message board. Launch
0: that thread. Rutherford, Rutherford wants us all to A lot of people are recommending that you watch this Hit It Hard 30 for 30 on, on John Daly. I'm, I, I, had, I don't know how I missed is it. Was it a couple years ago? I think it was like three or four years ago. I missed that? Now, d- now, did it come out on
2: TV or was it when they were releasing? Because I never got to see the Bobby Knight one because they only put it like on ESPN no, Plus.
0: No, it, it wasn't one of those. It was like okay. it, it was on ESPN because okay. I remember I watched it, I DVR'd it, and I, watched it then. I
2: usually do. I have to look. I'm assuming is it? I hope it's on Netflix
0: or on maybe Disney or something. Maybe where do they have all? They have all the thirty for thirties on one streaming service. I think it this, might be ESPN Plus though. Yeah, and I'm,
2: that's I don't have. I won't get ESPN Plus. I mean, I'm sure if somebody can lend me a password, but.
0: So it actually came out in 2016. I didn't realize it had been oh, that wow. long. How did I miss that? It's good. I mean, it goes into you know, a know lot I of his demons. demons. It goes into mm-hmm. a lot of his, like you talked about, his, his kind of rise to prominence out of nowhere, his insane skill set. It was, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, even when it's a subject I don't really get. Now,
2: recently I have skipped a few of them, like the uh, the Brandon Lee one, I think it was, or the, the Bee Water one. I didn't watch that one. And they did the one on the WNBA I had no desire to watch. And uh, there's been a few recently I just didn't really care to watch but more often when they were coming out i was watching them no matter if the subject was something i was interested in or not yeah because usually they're they make well, it they're well done yeah i mean still my favorite 30 for 30s it might be the usfl one and that's like the second one they ever did that or the i mean obviously an easy answer would be to say the you one or two those are really obviously very popular as well
0: I liked um, the, the, one two, on, the two Escobars. It was probably my favorite. That was a good one. Really? I, good and one. The one I recommended to you early on when
2: I first met you, the one on the uh, Marcus Dupree, I really liked. That was really good.
0: Yeah. I'd seen it before, but it had been a while. I rewatched it. and It was the best was. The best that never was. Best that never was. was yeah. That's yeah. a good one, too. Uh, Texter says also former Hooters Tour stop, Seneca C- Country Club, where you drive the beautiful Pee Wee Reese Road into the grounds. Mm-hmm. It was. It also hosted PGA events back in the day. I think of old school
2: when he's talking to the manager. He's like, did you go buy the Hooters in San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> How,
1: How was
0: Hooters? <laughs> I actually didn't make it to Hooters. Sure. Sure you didn't. Uh, Texas, unlike other Louisville sports radio stations, it's good to know the Big X doesn't allow conv- – oh, okay. Well,
1: <laughs> caught myself there.
0: Uh, should I go back and read that one? You can if you want to. Okay. Now, Is it worth it? I mean, it's a reference to a prominent – local radio show host who returned to the airwaves today oh, okay. are you even aware that this happened no did, did, did it, back on the air did he come back today yeah, that's okay yeah. i had
2: no offense, Drew. i wasn't listening when you were before after
0: <laughs> anyway so there you go Taylor says, tuning in late is there any news that i missed
2: yeah the master started in 1934 it did and the British Open's the oldest.
0: 1860.
2: 1860. See, now the Bobby Jones is the last one to win
0: all four in a year, calendar year in nineteen thirty. The only Only. person to win all four in a calendar year. And even then, it was didn't include the masters. These are things you There's missed. been no modern Grand Slam. This is what these are the
2: tidbits you miss when you don't uh, listen.
0: It, serious news, if you haven't seen I'm assuming you've probably seen the news that we've talked about, the big news of the day, Roosevelt Wheeler announcing he's returning yep. to the UL men's basketball program for another year. Uh, we talked about Tyler Harrell, as expected, transferring to Alabama. We talked about top L recruit DeAndre Moore narrowing his list to four and speaking, I think, glowingly about Louisville. Still, USC seems like it's the favorite, but we talked about why Louisville would have a shot there. Um, one piece of news that I haven't mentioned, and we, we should have probably said this earlier, because he's a former Mike Rutherford Show guest, one of the, the few, the proud. John Michael Hayden, U, UL men's soccer coach, yeah. has received a contract extension that will Good. keep him with Louisville through the 2026 season. I think I'd like to take a small bit of credit for that. I think you deserve that. Because he came on the show. I, thi- I mean, and he said, I think when he signed, I wouldn't have been doing this if not for Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> i think he said your
2: name too he didn't it was, no. it's all about tk no, It's okay oh uh, another piece of news i know we haven't got a chance getting to get into and this one this one i'm not gonna i i read it quickly as i scrolled through your twitter timeline earlier today thank you so i got kind of thrown off by it and and, and little, little i don't want to say upset but teased when i saw the announcing of uh little Louisville, women's team bringing in the new assistant coach and, and jay robinson when I'm scrolling, I just saw a little ad. Shay Robinson as associate coach. I was like, "We got a third head." I thought it was the men's team. I'm over Googling him, trying to like figure out who this is, and it took about 30 seconds to realize. Maybe I should have kept reading the t- the tweet. You
0: should have. And it's still a good get for for Jeff Walls and Company. I'm glad that you are bringing this up because this was something that I want to talk about. Get that off often. <laughs> <laughs> you always say that. though. you're know, always like I don't. You don't never say that. I'm like, well, you just said you said that line three times during the show. So clearly, I'm agreeing more than you think. U um, <laughs> of women's basketball announced yesterday. One, like uh, Trevor just said, they had hired Shea Robinson, who had been the associate head coach at Ole Miss. Yep. They're bringing him to the U of L staff as the associate head coach. But they also announced they were promoting uh, Janisha Pineda to. Associate head coach from assistant coach. So <laughs> both the men's and women's basketball programs currently have multiple associate head coaches. I've we need to refer to Louisville basketball as Waltz Payne and Associates. I mean it's the new name. You, great you, firm. You and your law. Yeah. I stole the first I stole part of that joke from Kyle Tucker. I'll give uh, him credit. Not, no. He's don't, like Payne and
2: Associates. Don't give him Damn credit. He makes us pay to read his articles. <laughs> he doesn't get credit. Whatever. He does have great hair though. I Gotta guess. make a living. <laughs> Some way. Uh, I do love how, yeah, we're just handing out like associate head coaching jobs like we're on Oprah or something.
0: Everybody's an associate. You're an associate. You're an associate. Can somebody give me like, and I guess this would have to be somebody who's familiar with university athletics. Is it just a semantics deal? Or is there, like, are there things that you can do in contracts with an associate head coach that you can't do for an assistant head coach? Or is this just like Dwight Schrute going from assistant regional manager to assistant to the regional manager, or I guess vice versa? Just the title, yeah. I mean, I would think there has to be some kind of finan-
2: financial bump, if not significant. I mean, I mean, granted, even if it's a hundred thousand more, that's that that is significant. But because um, I mean, we talked about where I guess Danny Manning has a title, but Nolan doesn't, and there's a difference in their salary.
0: But Nolan also, on his Twitter bio, refers to himself as associate head coach. <laughs> and when it was announced that like you know when, when the remember, yeah, yeah. when the reports were out there that he was going to be, like, be the first signing that Kenny Payne <laughs> had on the staff everybody said it's going to be as associate head yeah. coach the UFL release said assistant but no one refers to himself as associate but i mean there's a 200k difference in their in, in Manning's salary but in, in Smith's salary and so, and that, and that and I, don't know.
2: And I don't know if that has to do with title as more than it maybe also does experience cuz Danny does have m- longer experience on both the coaching as an assistant and as a as a head, uh-huh. as opposed to Nolan, so there is reason for him to make probably a little more money. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would assume maybe it, there there are special duties for uh, for the, if you have that that tag of associate, Does that mean you're allowed to like run practice. I don't know. That's what I'm
0: asking. I, Do you get a better parking spot? I mean, maybe. I think it's just a title thing. It's a cool but title. Uh, if, you know, gocards.com. No help right now because they, the Louisville men's basketball staff page that they have up right now still has Mike McKeese and Kil Hill Fennel and Ross McMaines as the the primary coaches. So we'll figure it out. I think when more people are announced,
2: is associate head coach the new coach in waiting title that we <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I'm glad that that died down. By the way, that was that, that, that we went to a few year spam where everyone was doing that freaking coaching and waiting and then right?
0: all the coaching waitings like took other jobs at other programs like mike hopkins bounced tommy lloyd was the coaching and waiting I at think gonzaga the only one that
2: ever actually got it was joker phillips <laughs> i'm not a because just james frank uh, uh franklin was at maryland he went to uh vanderbilt um uh-huh. uh, the, the the texas one who was the te- under mac brown other oh, guy went to houston yeah uh, we didn't even go to houston he and was, then became texas yeah i forget uh yeah, I think literally the only coach in waiting that actually got to be a head coach was Joker Phillips at yeah. said university where he was in waiting.
0: Maybe that's why people don't <laughs> I mean, follow through on this. Uh, Texter says, do you think we can get a commitment this weekend? I hope so. Well, for me? I mean, sure, I'm committed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is another thing that we talked about. If, you, if you're just joining the show, you know, Texter brought up, Devin rewatch continues to people are wondering where he's going to commit. It's been rumored for weeks now that he's been locked and most people thought he would commit either on his visit last weekend or in the days immediately after it. Clearly it's Friday now that has not happened. Um, People are also bringing up the fact that Kamari lands keeps saying he's, he's firm in his commitment to Louisville, but has not signed his national letter of intent, which was also supposed to happen recently. Um, And people are asking like, what's up with this? And, I wish I had a better answer for you. It does feel a little bit weird. It's It has to be one of two things. One, either there's something kind of weird going on and Devin Ree's considering a different program or he's not as firm in his commitment as we thought he was. Kamari Lanz is maybe rethinking things or he just doesn't want to sign for whatever reason. Or two, the stuff that's getting put out there that, that has become common thought is just not accurate. And... You know, Devin Reed maybe wasn't as close to committing as people have been saying he was for the last week or so. What, what the truth is, i got no idea. I, wonder I mean, I know
2: you probably don't know this, so I'm just curious. I wonder who started the whole Reed down the, – the the pebble down the hill that has grown into the boulder that it is now.
0: I don't know, but everybody – it's not just local. It's not Someone just,
2: had like, to have just, like, sent out an original tweet, and that got probably picked up and – uh, it, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Twitter can be like a game of God but it's though.
0: not just Twitter chirping in that case. The Kamari Land stuff I can't speak for, but like national recruiting writers have said, like looks like Devin Ree to Louisville. Yeah, I mean, more than likely, he's going to be Kenny Payne's first commitment. Like that's been out there for a couple of weeks now, and hasn't happened. Um, Texas says, did Trevor just snicker right after saying the word duty? He did. <laughs> it's who he is, It's what he does.
2: Man, I just I just clicked on the uh, trending of Nicholas Cage, and I mean man. why. Because it says he's 58. He's married to a 27-year-old. Did you know that? No. No, and they're expecting a baby girl, which Nicholas Cage won. I mean, she looks. He's he's got a real Woody Harrelson thing going on. I mean, Woody Allen thing going on with the wife. This is an all-time sidetrack. And then they're going to name their little girl Lennon, which is appropriate because she kind of looks like Yoko Ono a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor says it points us out. So I was, Schultz, I it was I was wrong. <laughs> so Nolan Smith originally, when he signed, uh, had associate head coach in his Twitter bio. It's been changed now. It just says huh. assistant. So that should clear that up. We have. Did he get bumped from it? I think his <laughs> I think his understanding was he was going to be associate head coach, and yeah. maybe that wasn't communicated to him until Danny Manning said yes. But so now that that clears it up, because both his bio and the U release say assistant. So that means. Danny Manning, associate head coach. Nolan Smith, assistant coach. Whoever the third person is will be the third assistant. There you go. Um, text, hey, Mike, if you got a – can't say it. Here's one for you. The Lions are
2: in, in, in the leaderboard to maybe go after Debo Samuels. I've heard that. It's crazy. Be a nice
0: addition. If he does, we're going to the playoffs. I mean, he, you're
2: going to have to pay him, though. I don't know if he's worth the money he's going to want, though. That's what
0: worries me. Texas, what are the predictions on who the first KP commitment will be? Well, it's been Tevin Ree for like three weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> Who's second, I guess, would
2: be the, the other kid you mentioned, the LSU, uh, the kid that was in the 30s, right? Tyrell Ward,
0: who I, yeah. I people don't feel nearly as strongly about Louisville's chances with. Um, he just took a visit to Florida. I think he's been involved in some other I mean, the fact SEC that, schools. The fact that Lance has stayed committed, That would that count
2: as a KP commit?
0: No. I mean, if it, I mean, he could have decommitted, though. I mean, if he didn't, let it counts know. as a like. This will be his first signing class, but he he committed to Chris Mack. Yeah, but he stayed committed to KP. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want to frame <laughs> it that way, but he will not get credit for that commit. Right. Texas, what comes first, another snow squall or first b ball commit? Surely, to God, it will be the b ball commit. Yeah, we I can't a, take another squall.
2: We get a squall right now. If we get a squalling where and now, if having some having it, the, the teasing of the heat right here, that would
0: be that would be just uncool. Texas, is there still time for pitching to catch up to the hitting this deep into the season? It's a great question. I think the likely answer would be no. I mean, if you haven't found good enough weekend arms at this point in the season, you're probably not going to have this just light bulb moment. They're young, though, right? They're young. But here's what I will say. If you wanted to have faith in any team's ability to make that type of just weird midseason evolution happen— it would be Louisville because they we have Roger Williams. Roger Williams, I mean, known pretty much across the country as the best pitching coach in college baseball, has had many chances to become a head coach if he wanted to. I mean, we've had since he got here and he, he got here pretty much when Dan McDonald got here. We've had the conference pitcher of the year in about half of the seasons, which is a bonker stat. We just reload, reload every single year. We lose these pitchers to the MLB draft. We lose guys who, you know, were great college players, but you can go into pro careers elsewhere. Like it's somebody who pitched sparingly the year before but showed some promise just has this gigantic leap into becoming an all-conference type player. And that hasn't happened this year. But if somebody's going to find the answers, and maybe it's somebody working out of the pen who gets a, a Saturday or a Sunday start at some point between now and the end of the season. I don't know what the answer is, but if anybody can find it, it would be Roger Williams, but it's certainly concerning. This is a big time series though. If they can, it's an NC State team that puts up a solid amount of runs. If we can take at least two out of three and shake the cobwebs off of whatever happened last weekend in Tallahassee and the pitching staff can do a good job. I mean, just a couple of quality starts. I think then that confidence will return, but Man, once you lose that confidence, it's tough to get it back. And we've got a lot of guys right now that have had short outings the last few weeks where they've given up five, six, seven earned runs. Got to get better.
2: No, can't be. that. Not for a weekend starter. Not if you want to be where Louisville expects to be when it comes into Omaha.
0: Uh, Texas says, shut up, Trevor, you big idiot, Mike. Okay. And then TJ Walker said, chill, Mike. Good question, Trev. I don't even know what that was in reference to. (laughs) What time did it come around? At the end of last hour. I think it was just it was you had asked a bunch of questions in a row and I was just finally like, All you right. Get yeah, okay. We've gotta move on. You should have seen me in, in, when I
2: was in school. Like I'd ask the professors I was, like they would get they would drive them nuts. I'd raise my hand for everything.
0: You just did it during the break. Like when we were getting ready for you were like, I ask you a lot of questions and I was like, Yeah like even on air, off air. I'm a curious guy, what can I say? You are that. I texted I can't stop picturing Sat going out to Cali and lying to kids that he knows who killed Tupac and just <laughs> butchering the names. It is like we can joke about this. It's one of the, I feel like it's one of those things that we can joke about, but we would get mad at other fan bases if they did it. Like this, These are our guys. I can make fun of my little sister. You can't. But Scott Satterfield creating a pipeline to get the best players in California to come play at Louisville is objectively hilarious. Maybe they just find his North Carolina twang and his voice just charming.
2: I don't know. I've don't never heard it before. They're like, hey, this is funny. Let's go listen to more of this.
0: I mean, this is a guy, like, the biggest criticism that we've had of him has been, like, this ain't Boone, North Carolina. You know, yeah. he, he's, he grew up in that area. He went to App State. He coached at App State. His only departure from that area of the country was when he coached at Florida International for a couple of years. And now he's in Louisville. And, like, Louisville seemed like kind of too much of a big city for him. And yet here he is going out there and bringing the best players from California to Louisville, something that we have never, ever, ever ever done and it like it is hilarious to, to think about him being like you guys remember corrupt <laughs> west coast rap in the early 2000s was was really taken off it was fantastic <laughs> daz dillinger i don't know who the, i don't
2: know who daz dillinger is oh he's a rapper i, I mean i've assumed that i mean i just picture my guy about that dre if, yeah
0: <laughs> you don't want a head coach all will videos. your Open your play call in. <laughs> yeah. Come to Louisville.
2: Oh man, I would give anything to see him doing the Knights source 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 Awards interview uh, speech in that version. That would be awesome.
0: i <laughs> have already told my U of L text group that if we get more in Sanker, I will run laps naked on Floyd Street. You better I mean I it would be more of a surprise at this point if we didn't get Madden Sanker than it would be if we did. I I feel pretty good about that one and more. I think we have a pundish chance. You better get that body ready to get naked. (laughs) Make sure you're looking toned.
2: Sadly, if I made that bet, I'd be more concerned about the running part than the nudity part.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Texas said, you said pay for play talking about the Tyler Harrell thing. Honest to God, Nick Saban owns quite a few Mercedes dealerships in my region of AL. They all have Bama players doing commercials. LOL. It's, this is where in David Teal, I think it was or David, it was either David Hale or David Teal. I think it was David Hale who had a really good thread about this. And I love that name, image, likeness has become a thing. It was ridiculous for so long that certain people in this country, namely college basketball and college football players, couldn't make money off of who they are and what they're capable of doing. It seemed like no other field has that as a factor. And yet, that's the world that we lived in with the NCAA for so long. I am completely good with players making money off of who they are. Where we're kind of in a dangerous territory right now is just the outright pay-for-play stuff that is being masked as NIL. You've got these collectives at schools. I think the most infamous case is the the, the Tennessee boosters who have pulled. You know, depending on who you listen to, it's like. or $7 million to get this junior quarterback committed who's like the number five quarterback in the 2023 class. Like that's just straight up paying kids.
2: I mean, but who didn't,
0: I mean, I know it's happened before. Not to
2: be mean, but like, just like, you couldn't have been so stupid. You didn't think this was going to happen when you were like supporting for
0: it. Of course. Like Like, people saw this. this Don't get me wrong.
2: I mean, people, there are probably a lot of people who are like, they need to pay their kids. But then never thought, you know, what the, the consequences. I'm looking right at you, Jay Billis. Probably the consequences that, that would come by opening this Pandora's box. And I mean it, it, to no surprise to a lot of people, yet surprising to some. This is where we're at. And you're right. I mean, there's just because there was gonna be always be a way to there's always gonna there be a There was. Way to cheat.
0: But still, like no matter what, there's always it just way goes to, to show because I still think the good outweighs the bad. But it just goes to show the NCAA sitting up on the sidelines for this entire thing. They opened the door for this. Like, was it going to happen in some way, shape, or form? Sure, but could it have been better regulated with some, at least some form of rules or well, some I mean, attempt at making rules? Of course. It, well,
2: there, I mean, I when when the whole thing began, you know, a couple years ago in the talks of it, you know, I I had said on many times, you know, that, that there's, you, yeah, you need to regulate it by capping it in some way. You know, however, whatever you put the cap at, you've got to be able to do that because yes, your schools there's there going to be schools that can pay. $5 million for, you know, for a kid where other schools can't. And you're going to see, while well, you're not seeing it right now, it, it will eventually you will see this the, the gap become between some schools more than even it is now already because of this. It. Yeah, you Case will. Case in point,
0: Tyler Harrell going from Louisville to Alabama. Yeah,
2: and it's going to just get more and more, and where, you know, 10 years, 15 years down the road, you're going to see, you know, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be there, and it's going to be very noticeable if it isn't already, like you said, now. I just... But the NCAA is, like you said, is just singing out because the NCAA did not want this to happen. They were like, you know what? I thought like the NCAA was like, you know what, government? You're making this rule. You you screwed up. You fix it. We're not even going to mess with which is just a stupid thing to do.
0: Agreed. Uh, Texas says, dude went from Coach Boone to Coach Compton, visor ti- <laughs> titled in a... <laughs> In a matter of months. Coach Boone from, remember the Titans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas, do you think Satterfield likes the Bloods or the Crips more? Well, he's Louisville's coach. He's got too much red. Plus, I believe she's a Latin king. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, Scott Satterfield equals Mike's little sister. In that hypothetical, yes. They're rolling 66. We're allowed to make fun of that. <laughs> Nobody else can. Texas, I can't feel too bad for Tyler Harrell because if KP got a transfer the same way, I'd be ecstatic. Well and I've said My, but cheating? Well, tampering. <laughs> That's like, cheating. It's another word, right? I mean, we've done it before.
2: And what basketball recruit did we quote
0: unquote cheat for? I mean, I knew in January of twenty fifteen that Trey Lewis was going to come to Louisville after oh, Eastern well, Michigan well, season well, came to well, an end. Well, right? Like we like <laughs> Everybody's done it. Like like everybody puts out like little feelers, which is temper which is technically tampering. Like this is it's just usually not as blatant as what Alabama did with Tyler Harrell, which was like, they clearly didn't try to hide it because everybody heard about this. The second it happened, like every, I don't know if Tyler Harrell was just like, Hey, Bama wants me everybody. And like, people just started talking about it, well, but it probably didn't everybody, everybody knew. They
2: probably sent somebody up here to talk to him in like a roll tide bus. Knowing them riding in on an elephant yeah, you, like, through U of L's campus. It's a version of like, Coming in, like, coming like Aladdin into the the king's castle. Take way. <laughs> Instead of you remember, remember Champ says the real roller derby uh, that that the roller shoe car. They got, a, they got, they got like a, a bus that's like an elephant. let <laughs> lifts his leg to fill the tank up like in Dumb and Dumber. Here
0: onto the comes a crimson tide fan, <laughs> going to recruit your wide receiver. Speedy Fight.
2: If he runs a four three, we will take him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. We'll take more text. Uh, I don't. There's really nothing left to. to I don't think we can regurgitate. Oh, this take. sounds like my wheelhouse. We can't talk about. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing left to say on the the Roosevelt Wheeler front or the really the Tyler Harrell front or the DeAndre Moore front either. Um, so that's it. We'll, we'll take text. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be back. We'll just be back. Yeah, coming back for the break. Go Cards. Beat NC State. We'll talk about that too.
1: Sometimes you get away from all these rumors. I can't take it no more. My best friend said there's one I never mean. The girl next door. You hear that one about Tina? Some say she's my appeal. Uh, yeah. Walked through cops' and doors and roam all over Colosseum floors. I stepped on stage at Live Aid. All the people gave. And-
0: On I know, I like it. Right? All from 1986.
2: Well, hey, 80s rap, we can play on the radio. Because it's not only better quality, it, they don't have to cuss every five seconds.
0: Although you did look up the lyrics of the last song. and
2: <laughs> Yeah. It's been a long time since I heard the song Rumors. Like, I knew it, and it was a one-hit wonder. And I didn't realize, like, the next verse. I was like, ooh, I'm better... Cl- it's not bad. Could be about anything. It could be about. Anything. Could be about anything. Yeah, probably best if I go and get this lower down after the course, though. Probably best. Yeah, <laughs> the next verse might not be the best. That's
0: all right. It's the last segment of the Friday edition of the <laughs> Mike Rutherford Show. We've had a a fun week around here as we kick off the. I mean, people call it the dead period around at least in these parts where we don't have <sighs> college basketball, college football, and we've got. I mean, you've got like you stare down the oasis, the the the, the, the desert. I use oasis wrong again. The desert. In front of you for the next five months as we yeah. countdown. This is why you bring me on though. I, I this is my
2: wheelhouse. Is non this is where you thrive. This is where I thrive and bring something to the conversation when it's we have to talk stuff that is non sports.
0: And then you know a week from now we'll start previewing the offensive line for Boston College because college football previews have to last five months. <laughs> I always think it's, when it gets to May, people are like, it's right around the corner. I'm like, it's really not. Like, like we don't need to do this. We, we can focus <laughs> on other sports for a little bit. This week, we went, this is for
2: you two, this week we felt like it went by fast. No. Really? Oh, no. Man, it blew by for me. Did not feel fast at all. I mean, I guess it's just the kids factor. I don't know, but. Oh, this, was a, this was a rough but you go, Well, Speaking of kids, you, you had a pretty full weekend last weekend with Easter. You were, you were out and about. You you were pretty full, full. Yeah. You had your hands full, as did I, sitting at home. Uh, what about this weekend? What have you got on the Rutherford ha- uh,
0: household? I've got the kids on Saturday. Mary's going to Keeneland with her group of friends. She's had this plan for months. and It's going to be... <laughs> My mom's coming over in the morning to help out on Saturday. Uh, Katie's if, coming over. you're
2: wondering, the, his expression on his face did match the, the, the sighing sound of what he just It's a
0: lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's not exactly how I love spending nine hours on a Saturday, but whatever she deserves she deserves it more than i do to get away and, and then so you've got that out. all day that's yeah. so you'll
2: be doing that with the
0: fireworks and yeah i don't know if we I mean, well i'm sure we'll just watch, the watch on it on tv, TV. It starts at like what nine nine
2: o'clock ten thirty eight thirty something yet? i
0: think it's a little bit earlier than that is it i can't it's remember. like right when it starts to get dark yeah and then tonight you have no plans i'll probably i start. i texted you this last night yeah. i started watching uh the batman and and how is it? I won't watch it myself, probably. But you know, I knew I was gonna fall asleep. I mean, Always it's like a, a good sign. Two and a half hour movie. I started at like eleven o'clock. I'm like, there's no way in hell. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not getting halfway through this that, thing. That, no one yet. I'm the only one that finishes. That, that type of scenario. It was. I was into it. I, I can't tell you. I've got a problem with Robert Pattinson as Batman. That's the only thing. Who's what's his name? He's the dude from Twilight. Well, <laughs>
2: I don't. I've never seen Twilight's, but. I'd I thought that was – that's the one the fat kid and, and, and Ted end up growing into. <laughs> remember didn't the Ted ever, like, the little the nerdy kid was, like, grew up to be Taylor, uh, Taylor something or Tyler something. Taylor was
0: the the, the wolf guy. Okay. This good. is – Robert Patton's, like, the main vampire. Oh, he's I the know. love interest. He, that, this is how he got famous. Okay. He's Edward. Uh, he's he's big. But I had kind of forgotten that he was bad. Like, I, I, I'm so old and so out of touch with, with – latest happenings in pop culture and stuff yeah. I knew the Batman was a big deal I knew it was finally on HBO Max but I'd forgotten that he played Batman so this, I... the movie starts and the first time you see him without the mask you're like who is this pale like dorky looking I'm like is this some like teeny bopper that I've never heard of and then you see him like in the next scene and he kind of looks more he's not a good Batman and again I'm only like halfway through the movie but I, I'm enjoying the movie but him as Batman is distracting for me that, I can see it. I thought, thought Ben Affleck was Batman no wasn't he just recently Batman, though? Yes. So they changed again? There have been, like, 75 Batmans in the last five years.
2: I mean, Michael Keaton's still the best one. No. Yeah. Next, and then Adam West, the second. <laughs>
0: but Michael, I did, like, I texted you that last night, and you're like, this is the only Batman I, I know. <laughs> and I knew it was, I knew that was going to be your response. Of course,
2: because I'm, I'm not going to watch, I don't even like, I didn't even like the second or third one. The, the 1988 Tim Burton, which is like the only Tim Burton movie, a few Tim Burton movies I like, might be the only one I like, uh, is that Batman, because... A Michael Keaton was without a doubt the best Batman, and would not without any argument. Jack Nicholson was the best Joker. Jack Nicholson is great
0: as Joker. Heath Ledger was fantastic yeah, too. He's so I mean, do you like not like the Dark Knight movies, and that? I didn't. It didn't, you do it didn't like Batman me. Begins yeah, or The Dark Knight? Or didn't do it for me. I got. I tried. I. I didn't. I never
2: finished The Dark Knight. I, I just turned it off. Oh man. I tried starting it twice, and both times really I get to it. Yeah, I was just like, this is. I mean, I had it. I, it would be one of those things where I'm just like, I'm not even like, I'm watching on my phone, and I'm
0: just gonna start like
2: small, small screening the phone screen and start looking, watching. Man, on my phone. I liked them
0: all. Like, I, I and I'm not like a superhero movie stickler by any stretch, and I liked them all.
2: You, you, you less than even me. Like, I'm not one that watches a lot of superhero movies. You watch them less than I do. I think I don't watch many. And yeah, just yeah, Batman. I don't know. I was just. It always bothered me the Ledger thing because I always felt like he just. He was overrated because he. If he doesn't die, I just don't think everybody puts him on the pedestal. Of Joker that he is.
0: People probably talked about it more, but he was really good. I mean, it's all right. It's fine. Come on, but you just, can just say like things that happen after the nineties I mean, are mean, good.
2: I would. I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean the nineties in general are good, but, but like, I mean,
0: but you don't give credit to anything that's happened since like nineteen ninety-six. Not necessarily
2: true. There's it, a lot of movies after two thousand. I love.
0: Name one. Forty versions is my favorite movies of all time. Okay, name one after 2010.
2: Well, that's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, to be honest, I just, since I've said this on the show. Since in the last 10, 12 years, we have not had a good comedy in a while. The Hangover was maybe the last real good comedy, and that was like 2009, 2010? It was around there. And yeah. unfortunately, it gets a bad rap because it gets kind of like that Forrest Gump, Titanic reputation where... People don't want to like it because everyone loved it so much and would talk about it so much. And it, it was bit. funny. I saw it in theaters, and I
0: lo- oh yeah, I enjoyed it. Texas at least that list of the highest ranked football recruits didn't make me cringe like the highest basketball recruits. Yeah, that's football. The point. top rated football recruits are way better than the basketball. I think
2: ones. all we didn't have one bust on that list, did we? Brandon Heath was kind of. Mm.
0: James Quick. I mean, if you want, well, like, he was a Quick, good player.
2: Yeah, yeah, Quick. Well, Just Quick, wasn't up to his his ranking. That is one hundred percent. Yes, if he'd been ranked in like ten to twenty no one would have a problem. Sure. Well, they still have problems with him because of certain plays. If he'd
0: been like a normal four-star kid that yeah. goes to Louisville as opposed to like the Army All-American MVP, yeah. then he would have had a what would have been viewed as a very good college career. And he still had a very good college career. It just wasn't And yeah. it also was mired by screw-ups at the worst possible time multiple times. Drop punt against Virginia, The getting caught from behind the first time against Clemson, mm-hmm. going out of bounds the second time against Clemson. By and the Clemson then also... There. I mean, the one that's kind of forgotten is he dropped uh, what would have been a touchdown right before halftime in the loss to U.K., I love in twenty
2: sixteen. I that we talk about those two events. Is what marred is career, not not the the like the being caught with all the pot and everything. Okay, no one cares about that. It's, uh, the, the last two players on that list though were the the, the Heath and then the linebacker uh, Keith Brown. Yeah, I mean they weren't bad,
0: but yeah, they Keith Brown played like sparingly for one year, he, and then went to Western Kentucky.
2: Oh, did he? he, yeah. he on the same, He was with Keith
0: Kelsey, wasn't he? He started on the Sugar Bowl team and then did nothing after that.
2: Then him and Keith Kelsey came in the same same time, right? I think. I
0: think you're right because we brought Kelsey like, was on the 2016. Yeah, because we
2: brought in a bunch of linebackers in that class. I remember Kelsey was a badass. Yeah, I remember my mom. You think he's related to us? I was like I doubt
0: it, but maybe. No. Take us. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Amani Bates? Underwhelming freshman season at Memphis and baggage that comes along with his dad, but there's definitely talent there. We talked pretty <laughs> lengthy about this yesterday, and I think we both are in agreement that the juice is worth the squeeze. The juice is worth a the squeeze. Yeah. There are. Certainly red flags out there, but given Louisville's situation for the first year under Kenny Payne, where I don't think the roster is going to look like it's going to be moving forward, just because of, again, NCX sanctions being out there, I think you take him. And you hope that he becomes the superstar that it looked like he was going to be three years ago. Worst case scenario, you get, what, Carlos Hurt in a big man position? Exactly. I mean, I mean Carlos right. Hurt
2: really—I mean, did, and it he didn't help that he—he under he wasn't as good as he was, but it didn't hurt us in the long yeah. run. I mean, he was gone after, what, did he say sophomore year, I think? Yeah. He came back for a second year, didn't Carlos he? Carlos Hurt?
0: Yeah, he kicked off a team freshman year. Was the first? Okay, I wonder why I was thinking. He softball. and Bender neither one made it to the second semester. Yeah, <laughs> and said, at least Bender had the Ohio
2: State game where he played well. He had like ten points and eight rebounds. And had the
0: the pass for the, to the Bryant Northern three to tie up in yeah. Tennessee game. Yeah. yeah,
2: was that that game? I was just too drunk to remember. Did Hurt even have one moment? No. Did no. he end up transferring to Texas? Didn't he?
0: No. Or am I just thinking because he's from Texas? He something? went. I think he went to JUCO and then he got kind of like lost. I don't think he ended up anywhere. He tried to go back to Texas, well, to Houston, and maybe that's why it never saying, worked. Yeah. No, he didn't go anywhere. That's crazy. Seriously, was there ever an update on the guy slash girl who rear-ended someone while texting into the show last week? No. Oh yeah, I never texted it back.
2: I'd like to know. Yeah, if you text, if you're listening. Pull over and Texas. let us know what let happened. Let us know. Be safe. But pull no. over first because technically you can't handle doing to do things at once.
0: Texas, I don't think the NCAA is in a hurry for NIL or transfer reform as in their minds. They're thinking, hey, you all wanted this. Oh, that's absolutely the case. That's what I said, too. Yeah, they're, just, they're sitting back and watching the carnage yeah. and being like, hey, well, not our fault. When in reality, hey, if you could have done something to, to prepare for this, like you said you were going to, it would have helped a little bit. Which,
2: I mean, I guess you can, on one hand, you can say that they have the right to do that because they didn't want it. And they're just saying, like, you wanted this. You've messed with it. On the other hand, be a little mature and grow. I mean, you're supposed to be the grown ups in the situation handling, you know, uh, millions of kids. Be a little mature and be like, hey, listen, maybe we'll try to help you out as best we can. Make the best of a bad situation.
0: Texas, this week literally flew by for Trevor.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, because of uh, Wednesday. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Texas, here's a time fill for the last segment. Can we get a uh, as candid as possible of an overview for why the Louisville sports media scene in Louisville is so weird? Been brought up here and other outlets before, but no real reasons given. Understand you can't air the whole thing, but broad strokes. Well, I don't understand
2: what you mean, weird, in what by by what standard?
0: It's definitely weird. I mean, I don't, I
2: don't know exactly what they're thinking, but... Like, weird, like, what, there's multiple stations in Louisville? I don't know. It, I mean, it is crazy that Louisville, a, a, a city this size, has three sports stations that's that is that is a little weird Texas, i don't know if this just but came good. in in the
0: last 20 seconds or if this is was just independent of this but it's kind of odd uh you've had some weird professions who's weirder uh sports radio show hosts or sports writers sports radio people are way weird yeah
2: that? you've got to be uh radio yeah
0: w- writers are more kind of nerdy yeah i think that's fair yeah lawyers very weird too out of all the three, those three fields, radio people are the, Where, by did far are the say weirdest. Lawyers or you just do that one in? I threw there. that one in. There. Okay, random one because <laughs> lawyers are weird. They can be. Writers have their their quirks. Radio people are, without question, the weirdest people I've ever interacted with.
2: Writers also kind of always think their their bleep doesn't stink sometimes. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like they, they feel like they're on a pedestal. I don't know because they're writing and not talking. I don't know. The definitely no profession because sports radio has only been around since like the mid nineties anyway.
0: But radio, like, not even like radio. Nationally. I think they use host in the text. Like it's not even like host. Like this, the, the people in sports radio, or radio in general. Weird. Yeah, we Which we, is fine. We, we are a quirky group. Yeah. We have to be. We sit here and talk for three hours. Texas, the other jokers ver- were very good in their own way. But the acting by Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix was remarkable, great and disturbing villains. Joaquin Phoenix was really
2: good. I did. I saw that one <laughs> the in theaters too. I went. That was one of the second last movies I, when I saw. I went that with TJ and uh, his his beautiful wife. Uh, went and saw the Joker. I, I didn't mind Joker. It was okay. I liked it. I haven't watched it since I saw it in theaters, which kind of tells you, it does tell you a little something about it. I would never it. rewatch it. Yeah. Like, if I like a movie I, and I see it in theaters and I like it, I will definitely rewatch it very quickly when it comes out because. It's I a mean, different experience. Exactly. You, sure. and, you, and you see things you maybe missed, but yeah. I've never rewatched it. No. I've got no desire to. I liked it. One Did, of those movies that I, I just don't exactly, care to rewatch. Yeah, it. Didn't dislike it, but I won't rewatch it. All right. We're
0: up against, uh, real quickly, Texas wants to know Trevor, what's your favorite Tommy Lee Jones movie? Oh, wow. Fugitive?
2: It's the tie between The Fugitive and Mary Under movie. Siege.
0: Merry movie. Fugitive. Oh, it's a great movie. Merry movie. Well, of course, like every movie is a Trevor movie, I feel like.
2: No, Fugitive is one of those movies. Yeah, I guess that would make it a Trevor movie like a Mary movie. Where if I see it on the on the guide, I'm gonna stop on it no matter where it's at. In fact, you know what? Oh boy, I think there I might watch Fugitive tonight. There it is. Under Siege is a good one too, though. You need to watch Lonesome Dove. Yeah, I <laughs> went Texas. Tech- Mini series. I should have said Man of the House. <laughs> Do you remember that? where he was the he was oh the Texas Marshal yeah. overlooking like the cheerleaders? cheerleaders.
0: <laughs> so bad. <laughs> on that note, we can end the week. That's the perfect bow to put on this week. Uh, hopefully, you guys have a fantastic weekend, whether you're going to Thunder or doing something else. Enjoy the weather. Get outside. Drink some. Do whatever you want to do. Have fun, and we'll see you guys Monday at 3 o'clock. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Yo, my What's up? Up? My yeah. girl, Standing on street, Funky fresh and yes, cold on my feet. no in
1: them. I did not win them. I them off the with the I like